I don't know how we did it. I don't know how we got got it through this cat flap. <laughs> he brought in a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that is not at all what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> That was the weirdest thing for you to say. I thought you were going to bring in a, like a bird or a rat, but nah, just a full chicken. <laughs> it was a chicken. He had his own roast dinner. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. It was a chicken. <laughs> was it chicken alive? No, it was, his head was missing. And you know what oh! Said, <laughs> oh no, his side flop. Did it flop about? You know what they say about headless chickens? Oh my god. It's true. Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of your Film Me In podcast, and this week we're back filming you in some more. Oh, stop. Oh, please. Film me in. That's like one of those like really cheesy news reports from, from like a, you know, a really low budget film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm classy, San Diego. <laughs> Go f- Yourself, San Diego. Um, <laughs> I'm here today, um, as always. I'm Xander, the host of this of this uh, this dumpster fire. And, uh, <laughs> with me, as always, my trusty sidekick. It's Mr. David French. Sidekick, you're the sidekick in this bitch. No, I'm the Batman. You're the Robin. I'm not Robin. I'm clearly not Robin. I've got the beard. And uh, we have. We have two more voices in this Discord chat. Uh, we've got um, above me on the on the video. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> above me, I've got Mr. Alex Woods, uh, member so, of the band Flat Moon. So Alex is on oh, top. Oh, hello! Of you. Lovely to be back. I'm on top of Xander, filling filling him in. <laughs> um, <laughs> happy to be here. <laughs> I just stop talking. James, James, just stop talking. James, I don't know why you're laughing, James, because you're under David. Away. Oh, God. <laughs> and uh, next to me is uh, Mr. James O'Malley, host of The Breakfast Show over on Tameside Radio. Hi, how are you doing? Yeah, we're, we're all good. We're all good in this chat. We're all feeling pretty hyped. Because this week, nice. it's the, we've only assembled once before for the Marvel Cinematic Universe <laughs> Tournament Podcast, Episode 6. Titled The Real Marvel Civil War. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but this week we're back talking more Marvel, and we are gonna we're having another tournament all about the Fox Marvel movies. This shit's gonna have nuts in it. Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch! It's clobbering time. It's me. Prove it. You're a dick. Okay. You know all those dangerous mutants you hear about on the news? I'm the worst one. Bullseye. Huh? Excuse me, I'm Eric Lentra. Charles Xavier. Go f*** yourself. Oh. I'm touching myself tonight. Bullseye. Bullseye. This is like this is like the sequel, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's the shitty sequel. It's the, yeah, I was about to say it's the less <laughs> impressive sequel. Yeah, it's, it's the Ultron. It's the Ultron, yeah. It's the Age of Ultron. It's the, Ultron. It's the, it's the Iron Man 2. The Thor 2. Yeah. Or the Iron Man 3. Yeah. Bro, I'm, I'm with fighting. Said Thor 3. I was saying that. Those, th- those two Thor films, like the first ones, they, they were just pretty pretty bad. So, you know, I, I'd say yeah, that they're just kind of on. How have we got yeah. onto Marvel? How have we got onto the MCU already? Because it's right. us. We're all Because you nerds. brought it up. 
<laughs> so with this uh with this podcast we're just going to go through every single one of them i've ranked them in terms of their oh I've, if this could work yeah here we go i've ranked them based on their this is much bigger by the way than the last one this is based on the rotten tomatoes critic score the rotten tomatoes audience score and the rotten tomatoes average rating then the imdb score and the metacritic score so we've got five different averages that we've blended together, put put in order, and then we've got a list. Nice, Boom. okay. So it's much more in-depth than the last one. Right. Rather than just it's random really competition. Yeah, exactly. Go on, Alex, you were saying something. Uh, that is... You have. I mean, everyone's got a lot of time on their hands at the moment, but that is commitment. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, bro, yeah, Dad, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> love doing these. I've got about four others. In the, in the way, so oh, God. you guys will get another call at some point. <laughs> um, but first of all, what what are our thoughts on these on these Fox Marvel movies that started in two thousand and ended abruptly in twenty nineteen? Um, Seventeen of them. It's a it's a full on mixed bag of some proper golden shit, golden stuff, and then utter shit. Oh um, yeah. What? I'm just looking at them here, all in front of me now, and literally, like, half of these I'd be like, oh, they're some of my favourite films. The other half, I'm like, they are my least favourite films in the world. <laughs> yeah. Look, no, think about they're, it, because, like, because like, like, like uh, th- the first X-Men film, when did that come out? It was, like, 2000, was it? 2000. Like yeah. That? Yeah. yeah. X-Men 1, all right? That builds the foundations for, like, the MCU right now. Okay? It's, uh, like, yeah. the first proper superhero movie you know, to come out in modern times. Then it follows up by X Men Two, which is pretty good. And then yeah. the last stand <laughs> that happens. Well, it's just it's just a giant dumpster fire. <laughs> but it's still um, better than what they try to do remaking that story. So let's accept well, yeah, that it's way better than Dark Phoenix. Yeah, we've had yeah. we've had re- remakes of movies they've tried before we've had origin stories we've had prequels we've had sequels it's uh the continuity in this is a mess oh it is well as deadpool said like these timelines are so confusing <laughs> well yeah yeah so we'll, we'll we'll just get going so we've got 17 movies but of course in the typical bracket you can only have 16 movies so there is a play-in game one of these two movies the two bottom the bottom two choices have to go head to head to see which one of them gets into the actual tournament. Are you ready? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is gonna be so difficult. This, this is, is genuinely so hard. This is genuinely the hardest one. Not even gonna lie. Right. Out of all of them, this is gonna be the hardest one. Giggity. So we've got the number sixteen seed, Electra, versus the number seventeen seed, Fantastic Four. Wait, which Fantastic, Fantastic Four? The new one. Oh, hang on, hang on. My, Ele- my Alexa just came on because I said Electra. Go away. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, it's uh, the fan- Fantastic from 2015. Oh, Fantastic. Okay. okay. Um, oh, well, I've, okay. I, I'm going to be honest. I've not seen either. Because of obvious reasons. <laughs> because I, uh, of obvious I, reasons. Electra existed. And I think for that, I've just got to take it. That's that's the worst one out of it, just because it doesn't even exist. I um I forgot to finish it. I, wow! <laughs> I watched the first half hour, and then got so bored. I ended up playing Animal Crossing, and so, like, then went to work. 
this is not a good sign for the rest of the show. I've, I'm the only one to watch, I'm the only one to have watched both of these. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but uh, here's the thing: I remember when um, when we we were doing a, we were doing a show on the radio, Xander, and you were telling me about the uh, the new Fantastic Four film, and you were going on like, yeah, like it looks brilliant, like you know they they might get it right this time, and then cuts like two weeks later, you see it. <laughs> and they were like just two thirds of that film. It was fine, and then the final third. I mean, it's like it's the the thing about that movie is that it's an hour forty, and we yeah. don't actually meet the villain until an hour twenty five. Yeah, so I thought I got a bum copy. I thought Netflix had screwed me. I was like, hang on, this can't be this short because <laughs> there's so much left, and then no, it just wraps up in five minutes. It's ridiculous. The yeah. um. I think the start has some promising elements. I think Michael B. Jordan's chemistry with some of the cast is quite good because he's quite a charismatic man. So oh, yeah. You want to watch him. The cast for the film is great. Like, you've got Miles Teller. I forgot what the girl is, but she's in, like, The Martian. Uh, Kate um, Mara. Uh, uh, Kate Mara, that's it. And um, then you've got the guy who plays Billy Elliot. Uh, Jamie Bell. Thing. Jamie Bell. Thank you. You're good with actors' names, man. I'm on it. And then B. <laughs> Jordan, like... There is nothing about that cast that should be bad. No. Well, no, this film shouldn't have failed. Yeah, but at the same time, it's Fox. Like, let's let's look at their history. You you look at the history of, okay, they kind of started to mess up with Last Stand. And then Origins Wolverine came out, and it was the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Honestly, X-Men Origins is better than both of these movies. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, with they've got Brian Reynolds to you know simply of just how funny it is <clears throat> to watch. I can enjoy watching X Men Origins because it's it's just good to rip into. But like the other two, one I didn't even know Electra existed. I forgot. <laughs> sorry, I'm really sorry. It's fine. Don't <laughs> really forget. Um, I'll, I'll tell you both of these <laughs> average ratings. Okay, so right, go on. um, where is it? Electra has an average rating out of a hundred. 31.86 and an um, Fantastic Four somehow beats that with um, a rating of 26.32 Ooh, wow shocking absolutely shocking that is because less people have watched Electra yeah, because nobody cares well, yeah that would um, make sense have, having been the only one to watch both of these I have to say <laughs> Electra is worse it is less watchable there is absolutely nothing in this movie that is remotely interesting, entertaining, enjoyable, absolutely nothing. Well, like, cause I remember like when um, Daredevil first came out, because I knew there was a sequel in some capacity, so I was like, you know what, okay, we've, we, I, I've got to go and watch it, because at the time I kind of enjoyed Daredevil, because I didn't really understand many of the, many yeah. of the you know, superhero <laughs> things at the time. Uh, so I, I kind of enjoyed Daredevil, and I was like, you know what, that was pretty cool, let's uh, see if we've got any more of this. And then uh, I find out there's an Electra film, so I'm like, great, let's try and find that. To this day, I have never seen a copy of Electra anywhere. It's impossible <laughs> to find. Fair enough. Yeah. It's an infamous film, man. Is, yeah. it, is it Electra or Daredevil that's got the CGI sandbag slitting scene? Oh, that's, uh, Daredevil. that's Daredevil. Daredevil. We will get to that because I have so much to talk about in Daredevil. I have so much. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna also say Fantastic is better just because I wasn't able to finish Electra. 
Yeah, like, I feel like that's a, an omen to Electra to say, yeah, yeah it's probably worse because I finished Fantastic with great difficulty, <laughs> but I did finish it so many years ago. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, just just by looking at the trailers alone, like I would be on the same kind of wavelength, like to say that you know Fantastic is better. Yeah. yeah. And I think with with Electra, there is only one moment in that entire film that is worth watching because of how funny and stupid it is. So okay. basically, at the end, it's all set in a maze, and she's protecting this little girl, and this little girl gets attacked by this woman who can like kill you with her breath, and she's like poisoning her, and so and she's fighting this other ninja, and she just decides I'm gonna end the movie now, so kills that ninja, and then throws her like knifey sword stick through the maze. <laughs> through all the hedges and it maintains momentum all the way through these mazes for for what seems like a good 30 seconds all the way through these different mazes doesn't just hit the first one and then drop goes through all of them and then hits the woman in the face <laughs> so it's like the bullet in the corn music video it just goes through like 17,000 different walls yeah, over like yeah. 20 miles and then still somehow like stops right in front of somebody i think Exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, are, are we ready to vote? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I think we know what's going to happen here, but yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll uh, go on, David. That sounds awful, You go man. first. I'm, I'm going to say Fantastic goes through. As much as I don't want to say those words in my life, Fantastic is better. Uh, Alex? Yeah, I agree. Fantastic. James? Agreed. I'll, I'll go Fantastic as well. Fantastic goes through to the next round. How exciting. With somehow flying colours. Electra did not get revived this time. <laughs> right, okay, before we move on, before we move on, like, how did she get revived? Because last time I saw her, she was pretty dead. Oh, I'm yeah, so it's, it's vaguely mentioned that she was brought back to life by the hand. Or by Stick. Yeah. That Stick has magical powers. Oh, Stick was in um, uh, the series, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that or oh, yeah, that series. We'll we'll get we'll talk about that in a bit. Talk about that. In a bit. Right. Um so now we're actually into the proper bracket, we can discuss uh, some better movies. Um <laughs> Okay, good. So we fought so hard then for Fantastic to get into the, the actual bracket. And now That's it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna face off the number one seed, Logan. <laughs> right, we don't need a com- we don't need a conversation, do we? Well, yeah, obviously, Fantastic is going to go through. Let- let's be honest, Fantastic is so much better than Logan. Yeah, man, best film in the universe. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Logan's out. <laughs> so that's uh, Logan going through, yeah. Yeah, I think we can all say that unanimously. Yeah, yeah, Logan. Okay. Okay, so uh, the next one, the next seed, the next uh, matchup, even, is uh, the number seven seed X Men from two thousand versus okay. the number ten seed X Men Apocalypse. Okay, this is also a very obvious one. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah, like that we were kind of getting through these really, really quick. <laughs> this yeah, first round is just probably... full of stinkers. Yeah, the, you've got to get rid of the rubbish ones first. Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse being the rubbish one. Obviously, <laughs> let, let's just clarify the rubbish one is. I just want to make sure we're on the same page there. Yeah, uh, like the, the X Men Apocalypse should have been good, and it just and it's the longest one out of all the X Men films. It is actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's... I did quite like the Quicksilver scene in that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but See, it's I like, said that as well. It's just, it's just a rehash of the first one, like the yeah, one from Days true. of Future Past. Um, 
the I I think the Magneto storyline is so dumb and obvious because like oh, he's got this oh, family yeah. and you're like man I really hope these two people don't get shot by one arrow and then <laughs> they get shot by one arrow. <laughs> that that like arrow as well. It was it's let go so casually. Yeah, there's like, no the way it has the force. He's just two staring people. at the shit that's going on. And he's like, oh, all right, I might as well just let go of my bow right now. Oh no, I've killed two people. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's no, there's no shock to the fact that he's killed them. And then you see that he gets a chain from, I think it's his daughter's neck. He's like, oh, obviously he's gonna do the, do the thing. He's gonna do he, the he's killing. Magneto. Thing. He, he's gonna do the thing, <laughs> the thing of Magneto, and then he does it. And it's a cool scene, but but it's obvious. It, yeah, yeah like, it, 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 no, yeah. you can tell the second you see he has a family, he's going to lose them in the first ten minutes. Yeah, and I think with Apocalypse as well, the villain was so just nothing. Bad. There was nothing to him. He <laughs> was just like, an oh, evil. I remember you listening got, to. Uh, uh, sorry, go, go on, Alex. Go on, Alex. I was, I was going to say they got Oscar Isaac to play him, who had previously done like Ex Machina, and was Poe in Star Wars, yeah. and he was such a big like, presence. And then in the film, they made him like 5'10". He's like short and half the cast. He's just a blue guy, and he's got a normal face. And it's like, you have six, you have 50 years worth of comics to go back through and find oh, yeah. a good design for Apocalypse. There is a moment, in fact, in Apocalypse, where he gets bigger. Yeah, he does. And... He's and he's towering over um, Professor X. It's like that's the apocalypse that I want to see the entire length of the film. Like, I don't want to see this. Can we, can we talk about? Man. Can we talk about that fight scene between Apocalypse and Professor X for a second? No. <laughs> can we not? Because <laughs> that was so dumb. It looked so bad. No, it was awful. There's a lot of stuff in this film that looks so bad. It's like it's literally just lazy it's like oh it's a big thing you'll like this it's exciting to watch yeah, yeah. but it's like there's in that final battle magneto must kill about a million people oh, oh yeah no there's no redemption yeah. for him there <clears throat> um, can i just but, say that that fight scene also proves that size doesn't matter like it doesn't <laughs> matter whether he's bigger or smaller no matter what the good guys will win unless Thanks you're Thanos. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Unless you're Thanos in Infinity War. So. <laughs> um, you know, a, a good bad guy. <laughs> I, f- I feel like we can discuss X Men more in the next one. So, um, yeah. it's always that everyone voting for X Men. Yeah. Yeah. X Men goes through and Apocalypse gets turned to sand. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, you're back also, with yeah, these the... jokes again. How yes, how man. long were you up last night rehearsing these jokes? <laughs> Wasn't just last night, mate. He's been doing it all week. Really? <laughs> yeah, can you not see, can you not see it? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's got a Word document of different jokes. Like Each one has at least three different ones that he chooses the best. <laughs> so the next one, the next matchup. <laughs> the next matchup is the number five seed, X2, X-Men United. Versus the number okay. 12 seed, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Ooh, okay. Again, um, it's, See, this is where my nostalgia comes into play. It's yeah. fairly <laughs> obvious which one's going to go through, but... Yeah. You know, let's... Like, from what, from what I remember, that, that film was... It was okay, like, the Rise of the Silver Surfer. 
and it's been a very long time since I watched it. So, you, you know, yeah, time yeah. has passed. I watched I watched all of these movies. I've watched every single one of these movies in the past like week and a half. Okay. And Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer stood out as the most disappointing one on the rewatch because I remember wow. enjoying it. I remember thinking this might be better than the first one. And I watched it. It is not better than the first one. This <laughs> movie is trash. Absolute garbage. Oh my god! The wedding scene and that watching that for the first time and just being like, "This is, this is ridiculous." Like, is yeah, that that felt like it was pulled right from a comic book, like that oh, wedding scene. It's supposed to be pulled right from a comic book, but <laughs> the books are also supposed to be entertaining. And this wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like the opening, the opening 10, 15 minutes are so boring because it's just like, oh, you've got to be a good person and get the wedding done. But then it's fo- that wedding scene's followed up with one of the best scenes in probably any of these movies. It'd be a top five scene when the Silver Surfer the appears and Shane uh, Torch chases him. That's so good. So great. Oh, I remember that scene. That was good. Uh, that was what me and my mates in primary school used to argue about. It was like, I want to be the Silver Surfer. No, you could be the Human Torch. You like to chase each other around. <laughs> when you're all literally just running anyway, just Naruto running. Naruto running. <laughs> 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 I have the power of God and anime on my side. <laughs> there's um, there's a scene in this that I um, that I realised that they should not have their powers because they're not using them for using them for good. When um, the invisible woman has a spot on her head at the start before a wedding, and she just force feels it away, it's like, oh right, so you just you're just a walking Instagram filter now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Seems, it definitely <laughs> seems that way. That does not seem like God a goddamn Snapchat filters, man. Yeah. <laughs> ne- next thing you know, she walks out. She got dog ears. <laughs> She's literally catfishing yeah. everybody. Oh, she is. <laughs> um, again, we can discuss X two in the next round um, more, but I'm guess is everyone voting X two? Yeah, yeah, of course. Sadly. Yeah. Yep. As X2 much as I actually want to see, as much as I want to see Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer actually go up against a genuinely really like an even better movie than X two, I think X two obviously kind of has to go through. <laughs> yeah. Um, as well though, like I, I was my, my closing line for this one is uh, and X two. I mean, and Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer is eaten by Galactus. Oh my Galactus god! Is in that that is oh. like, one, yeah. Galactus is so bad. He's just a cloud. He I is. genuinely forgot yeah. he was in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. And there's a well, whole plot like, line oh. where Doctor Doom gets the surfboard and then becomes super powerful. And they get to they land in China for the final battle, and it takes them. I I I timed it when I was. I was like, I can't remember this being very long. It was under 120 seconds. Wow! Like they, when they land in China until they get rid of Doctor Doom, it's under two minutes. Jesus! Unbelievable. <laughs> like before, just before we move on, though. Um, got like, who do we think is going to be like the next big Marvel villain then? Because obviously we've just had Thanos. Like, I'd say the next big one is is Galactus. Surely it's, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be Galactus. It's going to be the Galactus. He's, in the fan- he's the one that's the most known over the. Well, Thanos actually wasn't very known unless like people, you know, heard about him from the comic. But like, yeah. when it comes to the general mainstream audience, a lot of people will have seen Galactus in Fantastic Four as a self server. 
Yeah. It's like, so that's obviously going to be the next big one because they're going more cosmic anyway. Well, yeah, that's like makes Guardians sense. of the Galaxy. They're doing the um, like Eternals. Multiverse of Madness as well. Eternals. Like they're going way more cosmic than they ever have before. Yeah. So it's got to be Galactus. I either thought it was going to be Galactus or they were just going to try, like, make a weird storyline about Scarlet Witch. Because there's the storyline in the comic where she kills half the universe. Well, I mean, yeah, there is that. like part of um, WandaVision now. Yeah. Well, no, because I, I heard what's going to happen is they're going to kind of go down that route for WandaVision. Yeah. And uh, then what they're going to do is it's going to lead into Doctor Strange 2, which is supposed to be like a, a horror movie or something. And um, I think that's yeah. kind of what's going to happen. She'll become the bad guy there. That yeah, but then amazing. I think... Like, let's be honest, that would be sick. Oh, it would. So good. It'd be like, I don't know, a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a good thing. Good. <laughs> Beautiful. Couldn't better say it better myself, Alex. We've made you look alright it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next round, then. We've got the yeah. number three seed, Deadpool, versus the number 14 seed, Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil is the most entertaining movie on this list. I was gonna say, I, yeah. I, as much as I love Deadpool, I slight, I'm slightly veering towards Daredevil a tiny bit more, just because I enjoyed watching that more than I do watch, enjoy watching Deadpool over did, and over again. Did wow, you guys really? watch the clip I yeah. put out on social media this week? I've, I've watched it so many times. <laughs> right, <laughs> I've I'm, shown it to so many people. I'll send it to you at the end, but it's, you know what? I'm gonna send it to you now. Because it's so, put it, it is put so it in the podcast here as well. It, it, it is so include it in the, oh, yeah, in the video. In the I can put it in the chat car. Yeah. Oh yeah. For me, it's such a strange one because the first time I saw it, I thought it was hilarious. But the second time I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty funny. And the third time I watched it, I was like, I was so like ready for every part of it. Then is that Deadpool or yeah, that's Deadpool? Deadpool. And yeah, that's. The, the annoying know, thing with Deadpool... Uh, go on. Oh, no, you carry on. You can't, you carry on. Yeah. The annoying thing with Deadpool is the jokes become kind of repetitive. Like, you can't hear him say superhero landing so many times and laugh at it every single time. It's not always funny. It's funny once you've, you know, not watched it for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, that's but true, yeah. Daredevil is super rewatchable because of how bad it is at times. <laughs> Especially with the clip that Xander's going to send into the um, into the general chat. The soundtrack that... is hilarious. The soundtrack is such a banger, though. Like the soundtrack is weirdly good in a very two thousands emo way. Yeah, and it's just it. very, which is why it works. <laughs> yeah, like it's super edgy and like darkness, and it's just so funny. Like it's got Siva and then two Evanescence songs. It's got my immortal playing at a funeral. Of course, it's going to be better. Okay, yeah, no, I'll, like I'll send you guys the clip story. at the end because uh, my my laptop might explode if I do it, and the Wi-Fi is pretty right. terrible yeah. already. <laughs> you have a pretty bad laptop, then. My God. Um, yeah, De- Daredevil is so much fun, but obviously, Deadpool is a just a great movie. It's a better film, Deadpool's yeah. It's a better movie, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to be controversial and I'm going to vote for Daredevil. No, oh. I'm also, I'm also going to go for Daredevil because Deadpool <laughs> Two. What? Yeah, because Deadpool Two is like 
uh, than Deadpool. So mm. if you can't have two Deadpools going up against each other, just get Daredevil. In. Oh it's just... my god, this is actually happening. It's a time what Daredevil is going through. <laughs> No, James, no, James. Can, no, Daredevil cannot go through. It can't. Xander, <laughs> come on. F- it. Yeah, Daredevil's going through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I haven't had that much fun with a movie, especially the back half of a movie, in so long. This I remember I enjoyed just... the final scene of Daredevil, to be fair. Like, that, <laughs> you know what, like, cool. you, the best part about that movie, weirdly enough, is actually Colin Farrell's Bullseye. Even though Colin Farrell's Bullseye is horrendous, I still enjoyed him as Bullseye. He's the best part of the movie. He's the best part of the movie, just because I'm just going, you made me miss. <laughs> and it, oh, we mentioned, yes, we talked that. about this last week, David, now he just taps his head every time he hits someone, he goes, Bullseye. Bullseye. <laughs> 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 um... De- can we mention Deadpool though? I mean, Deadpool is Deadpool fantastic. Fantastic. How can- it's, <sighs> it's really good. I love Deadpool, but it's not as rewatchable uh, consistently as say Daredevil is. Like I no, genuinely I just- feel like watching Daredevil again tonight, just because of how fun it was to watch it. I love watching films that are so bad they're good. And that's why Daredevil's kinda of going through, weirdly enough. It's really ironic. Oh my god. Like Deadpool was such a passion project for Ryan Reynolds and and now we've just slated it. We've just said that Daredevil is better than Deadpool. Deadpool is genuinely one of my favourite comic book movies, but f it memes. Okay, so Deadpool Daredevil uh in the shock upset, takes out Deadpool, and he is not coming back from that one. Um, oh, you just oh, reuse wow. the same joke. <laughs> no, think of another one right now. You can't practice this one either. I didn't practice any of these. These are off the cuff. I'm just genuinely witty. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. This is my own mutant ability. <laughs> this is all scripted. Daredevil is not the bad guy in this, because he wins. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> all the way oh, through the movie, God. he's like, "I'm not the bad guy." When he just kills loads guy. of people, <laughs> like, he's like just a keep, really bad Batman voice. Really f- <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> That's the second time I'm about to say this. Wake me up! <laughs> Wake me up, inside. We can't Wake sing any more of it because we'll get demonetized. <laughs> it's like you know, like in Lego Batman. Where he's doing darkness. No, no parents. parents. No. <laughs> that Batman song in the Lego Batman movie is genuinely amazing, you know? It is. The 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 man. I think it's just because it's so unexpected. No, literally. Um, so funny. Right, we'll go to the other half of the bracket. We've got the number two seed. Um, X-Men Days of Future Past. Versus well, the number 15 seed, Fantastic Four from 2005. Do we need a conversation? I really <laughs> like this Fantastic <laughs> Four movie. We did the Deadpool. Well, yeah, I was going to say, after what we've just done, Fantastic Four's going through, isn't it? <laughs> I know, it's, it's clearly Dead of Future Past to me. I really like the Fantastic Four movie, though. I've, I think it's super cheesy and dumb and definitely bad, but I have so much fun with it. I enjoy it a lot. 
Well, yeah, you enjoy really bad films, I, don't you? I mean, we do. I, I, I'm the same as Anna, but I do. I think Days of Future Past deserves going for it because that is genuinely one of my favorite X Men films in general. I plus, love that film so much. Plus, it solved the train wreck, and then the, the it, it yeah. temporarily fixed a train wreck, and then, <laughs> then it all yeah. went. Back. Well, then again, though, like First Class was such a genuinely good movie. It set up something so good, and then Days of Future Past actually knocked out of the park and set up. Something that could be actually genuinely good X Men again. Like yeah, we, we were starting to get some yeah, really yeah. good X Men, and then Apocalypse happened. And uh, go on, Dark what Phoenix you were happened. Oh, no, I was just going to say they really, they really messed it up with Apocalypse, didn't yeah. they? They were on yeah. <laughs> oh, good track. I think they did everything right with the Future Past. I think I obviously with Logan being Logan, and it's a completely different like genre of film. Yeah, but like I'd say, Days of Future is definitely the most superhero-y, like the most classic comic book filmy. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, for that, I just think it looks so well. Like, there's so many, like the action in it, it's so good. So like, there's, there's literally a fight scene going on for the entire duration of the film. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that's a good point, actually. Yeah. It's that. so good. The entire film takes place in a fight scene. With the Fantastic Four, though, I noticed, especially on the rewatch, that Chris Evans as Johnny Storm, I enjoy him. He's the biggest douchebag, and he would definitely yeah, yeah. have a lot of uh, a lot of buzz in the Me Too movement because he's right. definitely roofied some people. Oh god, he's, oh, yeah. uh, he's the biggest frat boy. <laughs> I feel like his version of Johnny Storm belongs in the boys more than anything else. Yes, yes. that's a good point, actually. Yeah, like he genuinely because he's such an asshole, but you still love him. But he's so shitty as a person, you just don't like him in that sense, and you just know that he would he would be like best friends with Homelander. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um. So that's uh, Days of Future Past going through unanimously. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. unanimously. Um, fantastic. Hold on, how, how how have we done this, and yet we just shit on Deadpool? <laughs> we didn't shit. Deadpool is a good movie, but Daredevil is more rewatchable. That's why I said it would go through. They they yeah. did it for their own reasons. I did it because it's funny. <laughs> you did it for the meme. Oh, we could have got your like. We could have got a tiebreaker in. Then. Yeah, like, I I could have phoned my dad, but I just knew that Deadpool yeah, exactly. would go through, and that's no fun. <laughs> yeah, true. We want a good tiebreaker. If this ends in a tiebreaker, I want your dad to come into it, though. Yes, definitely. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Um, we've got now got the number eight seed, the Wolverine, versus the number nine seed, X Men: The Last Stand. These, this is the closest one, uh, matchup wise, but okay. probably an easy decision say. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I... obviously. Extended <laughs> edition. Um. I've, I mean, it's just the movie, but I, I, I always think I always watch the extended edition because I think it's better. Okay, sound. Um, I agree. Yeah, I think that's better. <laughs> uh, David, you you hadn't watched the Wolverine before. What did you think of it? I never watched the Wolverine. I only watched like the first ten minutes of the Wolverine before now, and I fell asleep just because I was that tired when I like when I first watched it. But then I and I always been like meant to go back and watch it because I I loved Logan and I know that it sets up something in Logan a bit. And I really enjoyed it. The last half hour really fell through it. Like, it wasn't nearly as good. Uh, but the other hour and a half of that movie 
Oh is yeah, like the top beginning. Tier. It's so yeah. good. There's so Great. much good action. Yeah. Uh, the Yakuza scene where they all just appear all of a sudden, like in I can't remember. It's like in the middle of the film. And oh, in like the, the, the funeral. The best oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, that's so that action sequence good. lasts for ages because that starts at the funeral. It, it goes good. through the funeral, then they it's a chase sequence through the city. Then they get on the train, and then it's that iconic fight on the train. The oh, the train is amazing. So cool. The train seems amazing. Yeah, that is so good. You know what though? They I think they censored the like the gore and the violence in this are so much better than they did any other movie other than Days of Future Past. Yeah, because like, yeah. it, it's very brutal. Yeah, yeah. But it's, really. it's centered well to the point where you know that it's still brutal, but you don't have to see it, and that's what they should have done with. Well, you say record. that, but then you know, let's talk about the you know the when he when he has to cut his chest open. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Pretty... Well, like there's an extended version, and um, that version adds in that extra gore, and for me, that's what makes that better because you stick. Wow. You, get, you get the added yeah. punches and the added like slices. It's great. Oh. Yeah, there's it, there's not there's not as much violence as there is in Logan though, but there's st- oh, it no. still like adds more. No, not at all. Logan yeah. was allowed to go fully like off the rails. Yeah, and, and yeah, actually, was, was James is our James is our resident hemophobe, so I think we should oh, yeah, yeah. move on from this conversation <laughs> of gore. <and> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like so I, I'm saying Wolverine. It's it's going up against X Men: The Last Stand. Does anyone have anything to say about that movie? Not really. No. Oh, I'm the juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I'm the juggernaut. Um, the the um the CGI faces at the very beginning. It's like the first thing you see in the whole movie, and it's CGI Patrick Stewart and CGI Ian McKellen. Oh my god, I forgot about that. The, the de-aged it's, Patrick Stewart, yeah. where it's just Patrick Stewart with wax on his face. It's pretty disgusting. much. It's absolutely yeah. disgusting. They were even talking about making a whole movie just with those two. Like oh, that. thank god I'm they glad didn't they didn't do that. I'm glad they didn't. Um, at the time, this was the most expensive movie ever made at $200 million back in 2006. Wow. And now like every blockbuster you see is made for $200 million. So, yeah. And that's fairly cheap, At considering. Least. So cheap for blockbusters nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah, X Men: The Last Stand. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says. It's it's watchable. It I is. can yeah, watch the hell out of it. It's an okay movie. It's it's a really? solid five out of ten. Yeah. 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 I um. I love Angel storyline where he's like cutting out his wing and yes. his dad's the. Dad's the like massive racist against mutants. Yeah, it's like just do that. That's the storyline. Don't put an yeah. action scene at the end. Just do yeah. that. Make yeah. it count. That, that's a good thing. Can we just quickly go back to Apocalypse though, with how they completely ruined Angel by just making him no longer a mutant and an actual cyborg instead? Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Well, he just gets metal just gotta, wings. Just gotta <laughs> just gotta put it here. There's actually a character in the comic books that happens. Angel gets killed by Apocalypse. It's turned into Archangel. He's given metal wings. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. There you go. Boom, and David. They never School. called him Archangel in the film, though. <laughs> no! <Nerd! laughs> they, they never referenced it in the film other than saying, other than just showing you, yeah. They could have say, named him, you are now Archangel. Yeah, no, I agree. Like I agree with you. I agree. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but can I also just say, he's the easiest person for, like, Magneto to take down if he does betray them. And what what happens? He betrays them! What a change of character! Like, that's the, that's the worst thing for you to do against Angel. He just, he's literally, like, easy pickings for Magneto at that point. Um, with, with the last stand, though, again, um... I really like the action sequence in the house when um, Jean's like yeah. it, it's in Jean's childhood home. Oh, is that of... yeah the um, Professor yeah, X death what scene at the end of it? Sorry, I don't like what happens at the end of it where he disintegrates. Well, you know, it it moves the story along. It doesn't feel so good, Mister Stark. It really did not feel so good. Um, <laughs> so I think we're all ready to vote. Um, I'm voting the Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unanimously again okay this one is probably the easiest one out of all of them this is uh the number six seed deadpool 2 versus the number 11 seed x-men origins wolverine <laughs> yeah that is actually the easiest one it if, is if you want to hear our thoughts on x-men origins me and alex did a whole podcast on it and spent an hour and a half talking about just that movie so <laughs> you see X Men Origins. That was that was the first X Men film I saw. Oh god! Oh god! I it was your, your origin. And yeah, because because the, the thing is, it that tarnished my view on the X Men <laughs> for so long because I hated that film. Uh, like my dad was like, yeah, so my dad just he, he likes all films, so he was like, I oh, into Marvel superheroes and whatnot. But try to try this out. So he he sticks uh, X Men Origins on in front of me. And uh, and I'm like, Dad, this is the worst thing you've ever shown me. Uh, and <laughs> for years, I said that I didn't like the X Men up until I think I, I I must have met Xander and you, I think you just taught me into watching them. And and I did, and they were okay. <laughs> Go me. Yeah, they're not. They're not right. origins. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I feel I... so bad for you, James. It was awful. <laughs> it's it's really bad. Yeah, I like think this... my first X Men film was Last Stand, so I didn't have like a very good in, like introduction myself. But then I thought, you know what, I like Hugh Jackman, and he looks fun, so I yeah. ended up watching um, the like the first two. Really enjoyed it, and then I stopped watching X Men for a very long time and just caring. And then I saw that Days of Future Past was coming out, and so I thought, screw it, I'm going to watch First Class. Tell you what. So I skipped Origins for ages. Days of Future Past was the first X-Men movie I saw, and I saw it in the cinema. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So I had to watch first, any of them until that. That's first like scene of the introduction I saw was the scene in X3 where they're going like, they're only a level one mutant. They're a level two mutant. It's like, since when have mutants been in levels? <laughs> this character is now level 55. It's evolved into a new mutant. It's over <laughs> 9,000! Oh, God. Freeze from his hands. The, yeah, the spiky man. He just throws yes. bones at people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's weird. Man, I'm, you know what, man, I'm a mutant. I can't believe it. What's 3? your power? I can throw bones at people. <laughs> it's just the guy from Men in Black 3. Yeah, oh, oh the, Boris, the, Boris, the animal. Yeah, Boris from Many Black Flea. Flea? Flea, yeah, it's Flea. Many Black Flea. Nice. Many Black Flea. It's basically Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, but it's a Many Black. <laughs> um, so that's Deadpool 2 gone through, I'm guessing. Yeah. 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 Um, the, the last... Uh, um... Go on, David. Go on. 
Uh, the, uh, like, can I just say, there's one, uh, the X-Force scene in Deadpool 2. I remember going to see this with you in cinemas, Ander, and you were genuinely nearly throwing up. I nearly threw so up hard. during that X-Force. You, you, were, you were pissing. You could not breathe. You genuinely couldn't breathe, and I was laughing so hard. I had to take my not inhaler. noticing. You genuinely <laughs> did. It was so funny. Though. Just out of nowhere, everybody just starts dying. Yeah. In the most brutal way possible. Well, I was watching an interview with um with Terry Crews actually, and he said like that apparently the whole thing with them was um Ryan Reynolds phoned each of them up because he was like, right, we want you know this, but we want these people to play the X Force, and he phoned every single one of them up and said, how how do you feel about trolling some fanboys? <laughs> <laughs> And Terry Crews is just like he's like yeah. So for months, people were like, "Oh, the Exorcist is in. That's going to like lead into like ten years worth of more films." And then we just systematically die. Yeah, <laughs> one after another. Then Brad Pitt's the Invisible Man. Brad Pitt's there yeah. for like two frames. Yeah, yeah literally. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a great great scene. Um, but we can discuss it more in the in the next <laughs> round. Yeah. The first. first. This is the last wow. matchup of the round of 16, and it is the number four seed, X-Men First Class, versus Ooh. the last X-Men movie, the 13 seed, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, I already know what's going to win then. Oh, we yeah. We talk about it. First Class, easily. I'm not mm. even going to joke that Dark Phoenix is better. The only good thing in Dark Phoenix is Magneto, and that's because Michael Fassbender is just a really, really great actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you Dark Phoenix also has the worst F-bomb in the entire series as well. Like, yes, why does. does Cyclops use it? Yeah. Why give it... He's the most unlikely character to, to use, like, to swear in general. Yeah. And they give it to when him. Does... It, what is he, did you say what he's say? What does he say? He says, I'm going to f- kill you. Oh, I remember That's that it. clip, yeah. Yeah, like, it, it's when, oh, um, oh, it's oh, when oh. they're going after Sansa Stark. And um, basically, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, the movie has so, the movie has gone up in my books because like it was a one out of ten. It's now a two out of ten. Let's put it that way. Um, be- because of Magneto, Magneto is like genuinely doesn't want to be in this fight and then gets pulled back into it because like you know Sansa's a horrible person. Um, <laughs> well, we're just saying Sansa now. That, that scene though, called Jean Grey. I think the funniest no, scene in the whole movie is when. Um she gets all this power and she gets Charles in this room and then crumples up his wheelchair and makes him walk upstairs. Because <laughs> he, he looks so awkward. He looks like a Thunderbird. Literally, he, look, he genuinely looks like someone from Buddy, like, Team America. Yeah, Team America. <laughs> Literally. It's so like, dumb. It's so hilarious. Oh, God. Um, I think, again, I watched... I've watched it twice now. I saw it in the cinema, could not remember what the ending was. And then I've watched it again this week. I still can't tell you what happens at the end. Things just happen. I can tell you what happens at the end. It just ends. It just ends. It just ends. That's yeah, like, the movie's going to end it, now, guys. Bad. Yeah. Right, okay, are we are we ready to start the next round? Or, uh, you know, we can I take a break if Alex wants to finish his sandwich. Yeah. If you want, if you're fine taking a break, I can eat this. I can demolish it in like two seconds. 
I'm, yeah, I'm we'll happy. I'm happy to take a break. My right, I'll, hurt. I'll take a break. I'm going to have a look for steam anyway. Okay. Oh my god, my bum! This chair is so <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, Christ. Uh, ah, no. I was going to wear me uh me Deadpool T-shirt for for the occasion. Oh yeah. But it's still in my suitcase, and I didn't wake up in time to unpack. <laughs> Fair enough. I literally messaged Xander and was like, "Is this thing happening?" And he just yeah, blurry eyed like right now. Like I, I, I remember because I I've I've got um, a really bad sleeping pattern at the moment. Like it's just god awful. And I, I woke up early so that I, you yeah. know for this today. And then I like Xander's just like uh, I'm like hey when's this happening? He's like very soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty awkward. <laughs> Yeah, no, I um, I ended up like having a few drinks last night because um, me and my mates were playing Dead by Daylight, but doing it. Drunk. Oh, that's a good game. Yeah, um, Drunk by Daylight is one of the most fun things we ever do because we make a drinking game out of it. So um, every time you get hit, you take a shot. Every time you miss a hit, you take a shot. If you do something stupid in general, you take a shot. So basically, you... you just end up very drunk. Yeah, basically, because um, we're not like we're all okay at it, but after a few drinks, you. Considering the skill checks are already laggy in the first place, yeah. it's not very easy to like hit them. And so you just constantly miss like seven skill checks in a row. Oh, and you're just there God. like, all oh, right, well, I'm f now, aren't I? See, I've What's never up, bitches? That game. Sorry, what did you say? I've never actually played that game before. Like, I, I, I've heard of it and I've seen videos on it, but I've never actually sat down and played it. It is the most frustratingly fun game ever because it's so broken, but you, I still love playing it. Like, Pyramid Head just got added to the game as well. Yeah. And he's so fun to play. <laughs> like, it, I, I was so surprised that he was added to the game, though, because Konami are proper twats when it comes to their IPs. And yeah. then, boom, out of nowhere, you just get Pyramid Head in the be like the most fun like co-op horror game. Oh, um, James has been playing The Last of Us Part 2. Discuss. Oh, shit, what are you thinking? Uh, oh, have you finished it? I, I, I did a full review on it and, um, on this last, last week, was it, Xander? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, okay. Um, mm, okay, I am pretty disappointed, to be honest. Um, How far into it are you? I finished it, I finished it. Oh, all really? See, yeah. As long as you're not one of the people that's sending like Laura Bailey death threats, I don't mind. Like I can see. Oh yeah, no. I no, know a hundred percent that it's not the story that everybody wanted. I I I knew that Joel was going to die in the first place. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was too obvious with the fact that he's not in. He's in one trailer, which was the announcement trailer. Yeah. And that's about it. He's not on the cover or anything like that. I did not. I saw no leaks though. I didn't see like the idea that you were going to play as as um, Abby. But I loved that journey compared to playing as Ellie because it like Abby's journey felt more like The Last of Us One. And it did actually, yeah. Then like, what was it like? Ellie's journey felt like something new. It was genuinely a journey of revenge and hatred. And then that one was just Last of Us One, but the like you don't know anything about the characters. You hate the person going into it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that was exactly. Uh, the the thing is, they tried to moralize Abby, and to be fair, like you know, she she's not a bad guy. She isn't, and if you think about it, like Joel, exactly. Joel was Joel was a bad guy. Joel was well, yeah. Joel was a bad guy. He was a piece of shit. Um, yeah. but he stopped humanity from being able to be saved. 
Yeah, well, well, there's 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 a theory on that, but I'll get into that a little bit later on. Um, but the thing is, um, they they tried to moralise Abby after painting her out to be the antagonist, and for me that didn't work. And obviously that you know went over throughout the entire story. Um, but the way I'm looking at it is, it's a it's a game about perspective and morals. Because yeah. Abby isn't a bad person, um, but from Ellie's perspective, she's terrible. But then, from Abby's perspective, Joel is the worst person, and like Ellie just has no right to do any of this. It's a very interesting story. Yeah, but, especially um, considering for four years she's been going after Joel, and she finally got the revenge. When you when you look at it like that, like you can see her hatred. You can see why she doesn't like him. You don't agree with it, but yeah, you can sympathize but... with it. But the thing that the thing that really got me was that Joel saved her life. Like Joel, Joel yeah. saved her life, which was what really, really pissed me off. It, and, it did uh, show that Joel has changed, but at the same time, Joel was still a bad person. So yeah, he, he did deserve to die. Maybe not in that way and not that early, but in general, that was so damn. I, I thoroughly loved the game. Yeah, and I felt that the gameplay itself as well was so fun. Like I loved every single encounter, even if it was very gruesome and very brutal. Oh, I'm surprised you were able yeah. to get through it. Well, that's the thing because I, cause I could I could tell hard. I could tell it was fake. Like that there was. I, yeah. I mean, it means and I have a story about that. We'll tell you a bit later on. <laughs> um, nice. But, I think I might have heard it, but I might I do want to hear it again. To be honest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um. But yeah, the um, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I was really disappointed because I I, I loved Joel. He was yeah. he was just my favorite. Um, but the way I'm looking at it is like you know the whole perspective on morals and whatnot. And then you know as as, as Arthur Morgan said in uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, vengeance is a fool's game. Oh, that's such a good quote from Red Dead. Yeah, I loved that game as well. Yeah, I'm replaying it now, actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I haven't replayed I'm waiting until I get a um, PS5 to replay it, because I know that I'll get, just get it, like, on PS5 in general. Hopefully there'll be a free upgrade, but... Yeah. I'm, well, yeah, I'm also going to re- wait to replay Last of Us 2 on PS5, because it made my PS4 scream. Oh, did it? I had to, yeah, I had to turn my volume up on my TV to, like, halfway to what, like, the max is, so that I could just hear the game over the PS4 itself. Yeah. And got, I'm, I'm playing, um, or I'm streaming um, Iron Man VR at the moment. Yeah, I saw that you were um, playing that, actually. Yeah. Is it any good? Okay, right, I've got so many mixed feelings about it, because me and Xander got to play this game early. Yeah. Um, uh, about a year ago. Sorry, we did. Was that, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Manchester Comic Con, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was amazing. It, it, it was amazing. And um, then the demo came out. The demo was, was brilliant. And then I finally get to play the game. I'm like, I've been waiting for this for so long. This is going to be amazing. I get in, and you're playing as Iron Man. It's all incredible. There's nothing wrong with it. Until you have to start loading something. Ah, see, that's where PS4, like, I think releasing that on PS4 exclusive is a really big mistake. Mm. I think if you release that on PS5, on PC even, because, like, if you look at Half-Life Alex, that... The loading times in that are barely anything, and people have loved every second of it. Yeah. And so I feel like the second that you have to do anything on Iron Man VR, 
on PS4, it's not going to be powerful enough, but the PC will be amazing. Because... And plus, you get the index controllers as well, which allow for a bit more movement and everything. Yeah, like, the game is really good when you're Iron Man. When you're Iron Man, it's amazing. But oh, when you're Tony Stark... Iron Man VR. All right, okay. Yeah, when, but when you're Tony Stark, it's terrible. It's, yeah. it's the worst See, thing. That's... It kind of makes me think of, um, you know, when you're playing, what's it called, the um, Spider-Man, like Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah, like, yeah. When you're playing a Spider-Man, it's amazing, but the second you're playing as, like, Mary Jane. Anyone else. Just do not care at all. I don't yeah. want to play as Mary Jane. I'm not playing Spider-Man to play as Mary Jane. I'm playing Spider-Man to play as well, yeah, it's called Spider-Man, Spider-Man not It's called Spider-Man, Mary not Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah. But, no, I'm really looking forward to Miles Morales, though. The, th- the thing is, it's not got that problem. Yeah. The problem it's got is um, I don't know if you ever played a VR game uh, where you can actually move around like like Creed for instance. That's a brilliant. I've never VR actually game. played VR in general. I've, right. um, I've only been in a VR headset once, and that was at a game, and I literally was just in a loading screen and a self. Well, I was in a menu, and I still found it insane. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, so there's there's a boxing game. You know, Creed the films. Um, they yeah. turned that into a boxing game, and it's Rise they... to Glory, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, and yeah. they figured out a way of getting you to move around the ring um, without having to teleport around. Uh, so, so what you do is you hold down the move buttons and then you make like a walking action with your arms. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they figured it out and it works really, really well. And, you know, a couple games have done that since. But with Iron Man VR, you're teleporting all over the place when you play as Tony. See, I imagine like, that's where a lot of games in general, like especially when you port it to um, VR, I feel like that's where something would fail. Like, you know, Skyrim VR. Oh, God, yeah. And you don't want to teleport in Skyrim. You want to walk through it. You want to look around, but you can't look yeah, around. Yeah, but like. you've got to teleport, yeah. And apparently the um, like the movement on... Because I know you can do smooth movement on PC. Yeah. But apparently it makes you feel... Especially if you haven't played VR much, you feel very sick from doing Yeah, that. you do, yeah, yeah. Um, Such a shame that I'm going to have to cut all of this conversation out. Yeah, <laughs> it is because it's a genuinely interesting conversation. This is like David's game corner again. <laughs> Just add it, add it at the end. Add it at the end. Yeah, yeah there you go. Add it at the end. Yeah. Make it a separate segment on the oh. channel. Just David's game corner where he talks with James about different random shit. <laughs> um, are you guys ready to carry on? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I was like, do, do we want to tell what happened when when we went to go and see it. <laughs> Oh yeah, so he said he mentioned that he he's you know it's okay when it's not real. We went to watch it and it chapter two at the cinema. Yeah, I was fine for most of the first film, wasn't I? He got through all of the first movie, all of that gore, all of that blood, the arm getting ripped off, the sink oh, exploding God. full of blood. All of this was absolutely fine, but it wasn't until the final scene when they all cut their hands with a piece of glass. <laughs> He had a full-on panic attack. That's he was freaked out. He was pale. He couldn't move. He was like, Xander, Xander, I can't do this. I can't do no. this. Yeah, no, I had a full-on panic attack. It was it was so bad. <laughs> that's really... I imagine, though, it's just because it, like, it looks a lot more real, though, doesn't it? Because it's yeah, like that's it. Yeah, yeah. Actually doing, like, ripping the, an arm off. It's not something you're seeing every day, but something exactly. just playing the, the hand. The, re- the remade, the re- like, shot that bit in the second one as well. So there's a scene at the start of the second one when it when it properly shows it, and I said to James, James, they're gonna show it again. Just get out, <laughs> just look away. <laughs> oh god! And then there's the bathtub scene as well. You were like, right, James, look away. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
yeah, did you yeah. ever sit through The Shining? Like, how did you find the elevator scene in The Shining? I haven't seen The Shining for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's face it. Do I want to watch The Shining? Yes. Like, yes. Do I want to watch it? Yes. Yeah, it's one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, but 100%. hemophobe. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Don't give a shit. You're watching The Shining. <laughs> watch um, to sleep. Ah, uh, the other one. In the woods. Like, have you watched hey. Cabin in the Woods? Oh, oh no, no, Cabin no, in the no. Woods is so good. Cabin good. in the Woods is one is the best slasher movie because it's not a slasher movie. If you can put up with, with that out of blood, you can definitely do the show. Yeah, yeah. Right. okay. At the end, that 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 shot of the elevator doors opening in the Cabin in the Woods uh, no. is one of the best shots. Um, okay. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Right, are you guys ready to carry on? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, my bladder. Who took a break? Not us. I did not eat a bag of skips. Um, Me and James did not talk about games for about 20 minutes. <laughs> um, we're now into the quarterfinals. So there's nice. eight movies remain. We've got Logan, X-Men, X2, Daredevil, X-Men Days of Future <laughs> Past, The Wolverine, Deadpool 2, and X-Men First Class. Uh, really? Cool. This this should have been the top eight movies, but now it's uh, there's one outlier. <laughs> um, what, Thanks, what guys. Daredevil gets through the next round as well. Impossible, impossible. Oh, I swear to God, if De- if Daredevil gets through again, <laughs> I'm coming on, over yeah. there. Um, Daredevil gets through again. Something has gone wrong. Yeah. Um, let's do the first one. The first quarterfinal is the number one seed, Logan. Versus the number seven seed X Men. Okay. I feel like um, we, we can discuss these movies more openly now. It's not as easy. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. one probably is easy, but it's, it's less. Pretty, yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. I yeah. um. Go on. Oh, David, you take away. Take it away. Take it away. Okay. So I actually rewatched X Men the other day because I haven't watched the first X Men in so damn long. And okay. um, straight after watching. I can't remember. I think it was straight after watching The Wolverine. I was like, I want to watch some more good X-Men because I enjoyed that. So I decided to watch the first X-Men. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I want to see how it all starts. And I forgot how fun that movie is. Yeah. Like, Ian McKellen as Magneto is so damn good. Granted, I kind of prefer Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Sadly, yeah. I love yeah. Ian McKellen. He's amazing, but I think um, Michael Fassbender's Magneto has a much more interesting character, character, especially compared to Magneto in X-Men 1. Because X-Men 1 is just like, humans are trash, let's murder them. <laughs> and it's, that's it. That's his entire like story. That's his, his entire, entire arc. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his entire character arc is, I don't like humans. Why? Because they're not mutants. <laughs> this movie... <laughs> This movie really holds up as like not an action movie. It does. It's not an action movie. It's a social political drama with yeah. about like it's about racial tensions, but it's yeah. about yeah. you know the instead of black people, it's people with superpowers. Yeah, yeah. And it really holds up in that sense. The CGI maybe not so much, but that was two thousand. The CGI doesn't hold up, but at the same time, you can appreciate it still being good, especially for the time. Yeah. Like, for a 2000 movie, it still looks pretty damn good. Granted, there are films that look better. Wolverine's that came out around that time. Look miles better than they do in the later films. Yeah, they, especially in, in Origins. Mm-hmm. They get it right, like, straight away, and then they f*** 
fuck it up later later down the line. Yeah. There's that one shot. It's a rare thing to happen. <laughs> it's the first time he gets his claws out, and it it shows like the skin flap open, oh, and he puts yeah. it to that guy's neck. That's a great shot. Well, do you know how, do you know how they got that shot? It's this big. It was this big rig, wasn't it? Yeah. So what they had to do? So he's got the guy up against the wall, and he's got like he's making a fist. And um, basically what they had to do was they had to get this giant rig and one really long claw, like probably like two arm lengths long, <laughs> and, and kind of like they had to just push that over. <laughs> that's cool. You know what, that's that's a like very good way to get around that, especially to not have to do it through CGI if they wanted to look authentic. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you go the extra step. You don't yeah. just do CGI. You don't I mean, do afterwards, you, afterwards you can add in the CGI, but for that first shot, you well, need yeah. to know this is real. These are real claws. Yeah, yeah. well, but that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. For uh, the, Most of that first film, it was real claws. And then yeah. um, there was an accident towards the end uh, of, of the first film, which they then decided, you know what? Fight scenes will use foam claws. And uh, if we can, we'll use CGI. Because yeah. it turned out Hugh Jackman ended up stabbing someone. He... Um, he was having a fight with accidentally. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard like that. He... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that before. Actually. Yeah, like I heard he, was... he nearly cut if he cut his dick off on X two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've no, I've not heard any of these. Can I hear both of the stories? Yeah. So what happened with um with the, the thing? I think he he was fighting. I think it was like Lady Deathstrike or something like some someone like that. Oh, that's in X two. Was that in X two? Yeah. yeah. Would have been X two then. Um and um. You know, he's he's giving it all that. He's doing the whole Wolverine shtick, and um, and then he stabs this this lady accidentally in her arm, <laughs> and he he does the whole Wolverine roar thing. Then he pulls out the claw, and he, he realizes he's missed where he's supposed to hit, and uh, and then he's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> um, it just breaks character so much. For the... to be honest, if I'm gonna get stabbed by any actor, it would be a Hugh Jackman now. Yeah, for the uh, nearly cutting his dick off. He, uh, apparently, you know, during that flashback sequence in X2 when he's like running down that tunnel naked. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's got his claws on. He's like, ah! Apparently, they said they were going to have a closed set because he was going to be naked. And then he ran down that corridor and there were like all the female crew with like $1 bills, like, woo! And so he put his hands to cover himself up and nearly cut his dick off with the claws. My God. Oh. That Jesus. is amazing, man. Thanks, nah, Graham Norton, for the what? scoop. Yeah, <laughs> that's just the worst thing you can do. Um, but yeah, as good as X Men is, Logan's in a different. It's a different breed of movie. It is. It, it, Logan, Logan is one of my favorite movies of all time. I I love that film so damn much. It's such a dark drama. It's not a superhero movie at all. It's a drama with superheroes in it. Yeah. Like it's just a drama, but the people have powers. It is the Last of Us movie, basically. Yeah, it kind of is so actually. Yeah, like because it's this, it's a very similar story where it's like that, like he's smuggling this per- this young girl across the across the nation, basically. Yeah. To try and get her to safety, to try and get her to this group of people that can help her. But along the way, they like have to. F- fight so many people but i think the thing that makes me love it so much is how realistic it is in a sense yeah, yeah. with um especially with xavier with, like him becoming a bitter old man with his dementia as well like that bit is heartbreaking oh like, seeing, it is. 
Xavier like that, like the most powerful human in the world, to, like but, in and that's such what a real state. Yeah, we were like me and Alex did the Wolverine trilogy a couple of, a few weeks ago, and this was we were just blown away. Like even rewatching this, we were blown away about how how genuinely just good it is. Can yeah. I just ask how many of you have watched it in um, the black and white edition? I haven't. I have, and honestly, it makes the movie even better somehow because you get to appreciate like because it was. I think it was shot originally for black and white, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It, um, the lighting was made so that it could go in black and white, but we, they didn't want to, you know, release it in black and white to mainstream audiences because people would just say, oh, it's a black and white movie. I'm not going to go and watch that. I like colour. And, um, like, then they released it on the Blu-ray version and I watched Logan Noir the second I could. <laughs> and, oh, my God, it makes it an even better experience because you get to see the original intention of the film. And yeah. it makes certain scenes so much more powerful. I, I don't know how, why black and white makes like a sad scene so much more powerful, but it does, and it's just this is how you black and white. So can I just say that quickly? Like, this is the way you should do it. You shoot it for black and white. You don't just yeah. put a filter on it at the end. Uh, go on, Alex. You were going to say something. Someone, someone who's like studied film, something in black and white. Uh, it could. It, well, if you change your color palette in film, it can definitely change the emotion that you get from watching that bit. But, yeah. like, colour palette works anyway. Like, for Logan, I think. And yeah, the, the colour palette works like, really well. I almost feel like if you find it works better in black and white, it might be completely down to personal preference. Because I think if I watched Logan in black and white, I'd be like, eh, watched it in black and white, but I watched it first in colour. And the intention of the film believed to be the story and the message it gets across about like and chances and and the right moments to be a hero and, and redemption be, can yeah. be a small scale thing and i think that is more important um to the film than whiteness of it yeah i can yeah, i can see that but right. i think um like the i think the reason that they shot it for black and white originally is because the story is so bleak and so dramatic the the like you don't want to be taken away from the film by just looking at the vibrant colors. You don't want to look at the the background and see a beautiful sunset. You want to focus on the characters, and you can do that a lot more in a black and, and white film. And they wanted just to, they just wanted to be super artsy. So well, yeah, obviously, like it's <laughs> what it's the first like artsy superhero film, really. I, I've not seen any other superhero films like do this Dark kind Knight. of style of filmmaking in general. The Dark Knight, yeah. Dark Knight, yeah. yeah that that's a good point. But that—that's like that's Nolan. No matter what, that's going to be an artsy film. As much whether as whether he's doing it or not. As much as we all hate it, Batman v Superman is quite you know metaphorical. It's all about. Like, I still gods never finished it. <laughs> oh, oh! They've just released the extended edition on um, HBO Max. Superman, the ultimate edition. It's got like literally half an hour of extra content. Yeah, it's been out for ages, hasn't it? Yeah, it came yeah. out when the Blu-ray came out. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, they like they've released that on um, HBO Max. They've replaced the uh, theatrical cut on HBO Max in America with um, the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, that, when I watch because, it, um, I only watch the Ultimate Edition. There's no point like, when I watch it. I just don't watch it. I just watch something better. That like redeems the film. Batman I, was, Sorry, I'm going completely off. Okay, it's I'm all right. Very excited. I I think it, I I enjoy the movie. Yeah, but 
I, I still, I mean, I like the actors. I like the, uh, the cinematography is beautiful. I think the CGI is great. Um, I think the story is a piece of shit. See, that's um, yeah. where I'm going to agree with you with Zack Snyder in general. I think he has a great, like, he, he's really good at making films that look good. He's the definition of style over substance. Yeah, but then, you like, you want more substance. Like, I watched um, Watchmen a while ago, the movie, and I enjoyed it. But it looks way, like, the movie looks way better than the actual story actually is. Yeah. And also, can I just say that this is completely off topic as well, but the soundtrack to Watchmen is one of the greatest soundtracks of all time that does not fit the movie at all. Like, you've got all along the Watchtower playing in a, literally at the end of the world. You don't play Jimi Hendrix at the end of the world, you play My Immortal at a funeral instead. <laughs> um... like, it's. So, Logan versus X-Men. Where, where, we, where we all going? <laughs> uh, obviously Logan, I'm saying. It's got to be Logan. I'm also going with Logan. I'm, I'm just intrigued. James Mangold, the director of um, Logan, he's got a very interesting filmography. He yeah, does. He, has. Some he does. Identity. It's a weird film. Have you ever seen that? Highly uh, recommend it. Did he do Le Mans 66 as well? Yeah, he did. That's a great um, film. He did Girl Interrupted. He's, he's directing Indiana Jones 5, apparently. He yeah, is. that I'm looking forward to. He also did another one of my favourite films of all time, which is Walk the Line. Oh, Walk the Line, yeah. I, I oh, love really? that movie yeah. so much. Yeah, the uh, it's the Johnny Cash one, that, isn't it? Yeah. Johnny Cash one. That's um, like one of the best films i have seen in a very long time i remember watching that as a kid when i actually got into johnny i got into johnny cash weirdly young i was like 13 <laughs> years old listening to johnny cash um and i watched the film and i was blown away by how sad like that was the first film to ever make me cry wow like i loved really? johnny i loved walk the line so much <laughs> what a pussy <laughs> You cry Ooh. watching almost everything, Xander. I'm pretty sure you cry off, man. I've only watched Hamilton day. twice and cried twice. <laughs> <laughs> you probably I, I, cried watching Seinfeld. Like, come I on. cried watching and Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I was having a really intense day. Having a really intense day, and I tried to binge watch them all for the first time, and it got to the end of Dark Knight Rises, and he goes and like sacrifices himself, and I was like, <laughs> oh. and, like he turns into the cafe at the end, and I was like, you. Piece of shit, Nolan. I'm gonna crazy <laughs> feel. I'm not gonna lie. I do also cry watching certain. I, I cried watching Brooklyn Nine Nine the other day. Really? I'm not gonna lie. Nine Nine is a top tier show. It's so good. What's in Brooklyn Nine Nine that can make you cry? The wedding, the proposal. <laughs> oh. Like the Rosa coming out as bi to a family and them just rejecting her. Yeah, I it's it's a genuinely like depressing the Moo episode that makes me cry as well. Oh yeah, the Moo I forgot about the Moo one. That's like the best episode of the entire series. It is. That's that's like an an actual moral kind of thing that they're, that they're See, putting the, out there. The best thing about that though is the fact that it's a police show, and they're tackling police like racial profiling. Yeah. As the, like as detectives in the NYPD, that's like the most interesting way to do it. But at the same time, it's just the nicest episode. Oh, they got it right as well, though. They did it perfectly. So, 
<laughs> so Logan. Um, Logan goes through. X Men. X Men's been uh, gone. I couldn't think of one. Um, <laughs> X Men mutated into nothing more. There you go, David. Do you want this job? Do you want this job? Yeah. <laughs> um, now we've got the number five seed X Two versus the number fourteen seed Daredevil. Well, obviously Daredevil's going through. Oh my <laughs> god! Dolly. The option here. <laughs> it's clearly the only option. Daredevil. No, oh, man. X, no. X2 is a certified banger. You know, I, I Thank also watched you, that the other day as well. I watched that one the other day and it was really good. I've watched X2 in a very long time. It's, just the, it's the first time you ever see Wolverine go mental. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah. is. In that kitchen. I, 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 was, very, I was like eight years old. That I, happened. I was like, yo, I want to do that in my kitchen. <laughs> I want to <laughs> yeah. do that now. I want to go mental in my kitchen and kill a load of yeah, people right. coming after my friends. <laughs> um, the... Oh, it's like, I was there with butter knives in between my knuckles going... <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always <laughs> either butter knives or pencils. You're just going... <laughs> um, the I think the scene at uh, Iceman's house is fantastic when he's like coming out to his parents about being a man. Oh, yeah. And then the um, police show up and Pyro like destroys all the police cars and Logan gets shot in the head. That's yeah, such yeah. a cracking scene. Can I just um, say though, Iceman is the worst name. Iceman. It, it is. is the worst name. You'd expect him to come out with like Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of uh, Mr. Freeze. And the Iceman. Yeah, exactly. Oh, That's what expect. Chill out. Nice to meet you. Yeah. You'd expect really bad Iceman. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Loud. <laughs> We will Everybody do that at one point. Freeze! <laughs> we'll do that one day. We'll do those movies one day. <laughs> I've never actually watched that movie. I just know a load of the quotes from. Well, that's the thing. Point. I've seen it um, part of the way through. I've never, I've never seen it. You've all never been able to sit through it. No, Al- Alex. Seen, I... What? What? You were good. You looked like you were trying to say something. Uh, well, you, you were having a much more interesting discussion, so I'm just gonna. Honestly, those movies are special. Those movies are really special. (laughs) They're not special in the right way, though, are they? No. Um, Daredevil, I know we sent it through in the last round as basically a joke. It's not a good movie. It's really bad. Electra's really boring. Obviously, it's hilarious to watch and a lot and really entertaining, but it's. A bad like movie. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, yeah. Well, it's like a very average movie overall. Like it's a it's a five out of ten. No, it's not. It's a three out of ten. No, for me, it's a five. I I, I, there's some good moments. Like it's an okay. It's a very meh superhero movie, but it's a decent outing. Like first outing for Daredevil, especially considering Daredevil wasn't a very popular superhero. But then, but then the TV show comes around and just shits all over it. It yeah, does, the TV but, show well, is like it has time to, you know, talk about the character. It has time to like review him properly and give him a, a proper origin. It takes time to just get the suit. Never mind, you know, like actually doing good for the world. Like in this though, Kingpin is just—he's just a bad guy. There's nothing the to it. There's nothing to him. Like, oh god, Kingpin was the worst part of that film. 
Well, saying that, like now, if now you think about it, like in the comics and cartoons and whatnot, uh, like Kingpin has always just been a bad guy because no one's ever really explored him that much. Yeah, and even in the uh, the Daredevil um, TV series, um, you know, they still didn't explore him a great deal either. He, he's just a guy that um, you know he, he really wants to. Um, he, he, he really wants to, you know, be with Vanessa, he, and, and yeah. that's it. That's pretty much his entire plot. Honestly, I want a supercut of all the times he said Vanessa in that show because he's yeah, Vanessa. I'm he's completely whipped. <laughs> Daredevil, Vanessa cut. Oh, don't do that! No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, it's not a thing. We're we're making that clearly. Um, X. That's what, that's what I'm doing this afternoon. X2's plot is really interesting as well because it sort of brings everyone together, like Magneto and Mystique come and help the X-Men to defeat the villain, and then Magneto's just like, yeah, no, f*** this, I like being the villain, and then turns on them again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, hey, what's, what's the deal? Sorry, Alex. Uh, was, the, the bit with the... Because there's a great parallel between uh, like when they're in the house and Striker comes in, and Iceman's created the ice wall. Wolverine stood on one side of it, and Striker's on the other. Yeah. And then they like have a kind of heated shot of that similar style at another point later on in the film. And I just remember being like, this film is just better than the other ones, because it's just, it's yeah. got more... It's like it's not just a run-of-the-mill film. They've actually thought about tying in different themes at certain points, and like and like the emotions that and scenes bring out. Like having a person come out to their parents and then basically get rejected by them, and then immediately have that person like have that person's best mate kill all policemen around them. Yeah. Yeah amount of like emotion that you're feeling in that film you go from like sadness like sympathy and then it's suddenly madness and then wolverine gets shot in the head yeah it's... oh yeah like, what a beautiful moment like what great bit of what a sequence man yeah um, that's good. i think we've completely forgotten about nightcrawler in this nightcrawler is the best part oh my god so yeah good. jesus in this, I, I wish they still are they still doing a Nightcrawler movie? No, no, that's not going to happen. Like it's going to be like Bandit. Bandit's never going to happen. Nightcrawler TV series on Disney Plus, hundred percent. I would, um, I, I would kill for that. Yeah, the opening scene is him like breaking into the White House, and that yeah, is yeah, incredible. Scene. So good. Yeah, but I, I feel like we're also glossing over the fact that that Striker has been played by how many actors now? Two, four, oh. three. It's a ridiculous amount. Like, is it just in the contract yeah. that every single time they make an X Men film and he's got to be in it, it's played by someone else? See, that's it's what just... that's like. It, it reminds me of uh, the original idea for Arrested Development, where um, Anne was supposed to be played by a different actress every single time. Yeah, like in every episode, <laughs> but um, they just stuck with her because she like nobody remembered her anyway. <laughs> Like that's, that would have that would have been so funny if they did actually do that though. Imagine if like Anne was just changed every single episode. That'd be really that would be really funny. <laughs> That'd um, be the most arrested development thing to do. But yeah, I think it's like I think at, the, at that point they just didn't know who they wanted to play Striker. 
Like so they just realise eh, this film then until way. you've got who you want. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, this is the first time you see Striker. This yeah. is the time that they right. This is like William Striker as he should yeah. be. Yeah, because to be fair, the other two times you see him are prequels. Yeah. yeah. And also, he looks like a father he figure. Does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And it, look, it just looks like a kind, like a granddad. You'd be happy to sit on his knee when you're like four <laughs> on Christmas Day. Like, yeah, definitely. Like, but, so are you, are you, you want to sit on Striker's knee? Oh, always, every day of the year. <laughs> so oh, let's um, let's rip this uh, th- let's rip this plaster off. Where are you guys voting? X two or Daredevil? Uh, we'll start with James. It's got to be X two. X two's going through. Uh, Alex. I mean, I really, really don't want to upset James again, so I'm gonna have to go with X two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David. As much as I want to upset James again, I'm wow. going to say X2. You're going to say X2. X2 from me as well. X2 goes through to the semi-finals. Um, now let's go to the other side of the quarters. We've got the number two do you seed. Not have a, do you not have a joke for this one, Xander? Oh. Um, Looks like Daredevil couldn't see that far. Or some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. I, I, complete, I don't know how I didn't see that. Maybe because I was Daredevil. Um, the number two seed, X-Men Days of Future Past, versus the number eight seed, The Wolverine. Well, I, I know what I'm saying, so I'm not going to look. Right, I'm, okay, I've got mixed feelings about this one. Ooh. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Hit, hit okay. us with them, James. Okay, so... Days of Future Past is... It, it fixed everything like everything you know would just cleared up like all the problems with it and it was a good story the, the action in it was incredible like just everything about that was absolutely amazing but then there's the wolverine which has got all of that and it still it holds up and it's still good i watched that a few weeks ago and it's st- I, I still love that film and um I don't. I really don't know what I'm going to pick at the end of this. Well, I think Days of Future Past has more iconic scenes. So like it the does. Quicksilver scene. Personally, Past. I think Days of Future Past is just the better movie. Like that's a solid ten yeah. out of ten for me. I love Days of Future Past so damn much. Like Magneto yeah. is amazing in it. It has the best use of the f bomb as well. Like, yes, like with Char- with Charles using it instead. Like it, it was a nice callback to first class. Because yeah. I, I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that moment in first class. Oh yeah, go <laughs> f- yourself. Like, that, like, hi there. We'd like your help. Go f- yourself. <laughs> right, <laughs> Just right. out of nowhere. Actually, no, that's actually my biggest annoyance with the film. Because he goes, "I'm going to tell you what you told me ten years ago." And then doesn't quote him right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That's the point, actually, he doesn't what do it. That I think "fuck off" is a way better way for him to say it. Because no, yeah. it's, and it's just point. broken down, like just panic attack. Doesn't really give a shit anymore, Xavier. So he's not going to care about. You are right, like, though, Alex. That wound me up as well. <laughs> it, yeah. it did wind me up. I would love to see a cut where he just says "go fuck yourself" instead, because I feel like that would still make the movie a tiny bit better. <laughs> Um, who here has seen the road cut of X-Men Days of Future Past? I've seen bits of it. I've seen bits I, of yeah. it. It really doesn't change that much, does it? It just it, adds in like... 
it adds in about twenty minutes of extra footage, and yeah. it's and it's mainly in one section. So like before they fly out to Washington, um, it then like Kitty gets stabbed by Wolverine when, oh, when he has this that moment, and they have, and they go and get Rogue to like put her powers, but get take Kitty's powers so she can keep Wolverine in the past. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's a good scene. Yeah, it's it's. I think it it doesn't really add much. I think it's just more of the movie that we love. Yeah, yeah. and plus, like, because there was like, there was that relationship with Wolverine and Rogue anyway. Yeah, so it's a nice callback to that. Yeah, and it was it was just a really lovely thing to watch, and um, I'm surprised that that didn't make it into the into the theatrical cut actually. Yeah, I think it just would have been too well, long, wouldn't it? It would have been like nearly three hours that way, wouldn't it? Well, it's the the so road I, cut. Well, I think is two hours forty. Yeah, like that—that yeah. that would have been yeah. too long for an X. Like, two hours thirty is too long for an X Men film. We proved that with Apocalypse. Yeah. Like, two hours twenty was good for this because it had a lot to do. It had a lot of story to tell. Yeah, it did. It, it, it had a lot to show us because it was—it was literally two different timelines in one go. We were seeing a lot of different stuff happening. Oh, yeah, and the two timelines like drop in pace at the end. No, it, it doesn't. Literally... No, that's right. No. It is, it is non-stop all the way through. Great. I, I think the um the, the only time it, it even drops pace a tiny bit is uh is when uh, Mystique uh, she's just been shot and like she's in the uh, uh she, was it was it France she's in and yeah. um she's getting a she's getting a wounds healed and stuff that was kind of the only bit that kind of dropped pace for me a little bit. Oh, when she's in the hospital, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't. I don't think that scene was entirely necessary, and you could have cut that out. Um, can I, I can I just mention? Uh, there's a really cool running running thing during Days of Future Past and Apocalypse, where they have songs from the era, but they have them in different languages. So in okay. X, Days of Future Past, it's "Stop in the Name of Love," but it's French. It's like "Stop, <laughs> I don't know French. Oh yeah, spaghetti. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to eat baguettes. Yeah. Wow. That's what the French say, yeah. isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, I like to smoke baguettes. That's more what they smoke do. Smoke baguettes. There you go. You've well, done it. Smoke, someone's demonetized. They like, they like baguettes and they like cheese. <laughs> yeah, I could know. My name is David French. It's. <laughs> Yes, well, this has just got demonetized. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and then the Wolverine, we've talked about the good things. Um, yeah. But that final action sequence really lets the movie down, I think. Yeah, it really does. You know, you, know, you know what I really enjoyed about that film, uh, the Wolverine? Um, when he's fighting... Um, God, what, what, what's she called? The um, It's not Yukio, it's um, the other one. Oh, I can't remember her name. Uh, her, Marika. Her sword fight. Marika, that's it, yeah. Um, I really enjoy the fight between her and Marika's dad. Uh, him and Marika's dad, rather. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um, and then and then he has that moment when he stabs him. And he says, what are you? He says, the Wolverine. And he stabs him in the neck. I love that. I love that. Um, but yeah, I think really there's... Really, only one way this can go. Um, I'm I'm voting Days of Future Past through. Yeah, same. I see. I, I really don't know with this one. Um, 
Sorry? Say something that might change your mind then. Yeah, go for it, yeah. Not, not actually talked about it. This is the first time you see Quicksilver. Yeah, and that's a good point. Like Quicksilver's a really good character. You know, I, you know yes, what? Yeah, yes. I think, I think you've got a point. point. When that film came out, that was the scene that everyone talked about. I still don't know how they filmed it, to be honest. It's really she impressive. Was it like with Inception, where they just put it on a rotating set? No, um, what they did was they got a treadmill out and they got uh, they got Evan on the treadmill and they just basically they got a fan and just blew blew everything in his face and uh, occasionally they throw stuff on him. Oh like, no, uh, really high tech then. Really, yeah, really high budget. Really high tech. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, no, the, like, the sink like a lot of tech to do like something that good. You literally just need a screen screen, a treadmill, and a fan. Yeah, I think, that's I, all you need. I think that yeah. the, what what makes that scene look so good is the rain. Because oh, then yeah. you're still seeing the slow motion rain as well. And I think that really helps like the believability of it. Of like, yeah, yeah he's actually moving this quickly. Because if it was normal, you could just be like, oh yeah, he's whatever. But there's rain as well to get through. I think we should just talk about like the, the science of that briefly. Because think, think about it. Like, think about how quick he's going. You know, enable to slow everything else down. Okay. Like, f- okay. First of all, he's he's listening to a Walkman, isn't he? Yeah, he's and like... his Walkman's normal speed. Yeah, so like, so <laughs> how does that work? Like, is is he sped the Walkman up so that I he, think you know, he gets? I I think it's supposed to be that he's got like an engineered Walkman that um, goes along with his suit, like his power or some shit. That like makes that. sense. And so he is like quite smart. I thought it was just yeah. because the film was made by Fox and they don't think this far in advance. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that that's also that true. Also makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. And, <laughs> And then let's uh, let's also talk about the uh, like uh, like the, the real science behind it. So like so you you're going that fast and like you you've been you know um, everyone everyone's been out in like a you know the rain it's been really heavy rain. Eventually that hurts like that hurts quite a lot. I mean so, it was a, it was a sprinkler system. Yeah, I know, but like even so, so it, even so it'd so, be the fine rain that soaks you through. But the thing is, he's traveling so fast that he's gonna hit all of that. And he's fine. It, he's whatever. Is he? Kind of like, is he so though? Kind of like in B movie when they start getting hit by the bees, like the rain, he just dodges through it. Maybe. You, like, you, you could be the quickest thing ever, and you're, you're still gonna get, you know, damp. <laughs> There's no way about it. You're still gonna be kind of moist at the end of that. Like exactly. Nice. Come on. No need for that. <laughs> right. Okay. Going back to the engineered Walkman, raises things. <laughs> what about the, what about the engineered Pong machine that plays yes. Pong at like oh yes. my god, yeah, yes. stupid. I mean, that would be amazing. Though. Let's be honest. Like, imagine playing Pong that fast. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the most hectic game of Pong yeah. ever. <laughs> but could you could you imagine how bored he gets? Like, because it's it's, ne- it's never you know fully explained. Like, is he just constantly seeing everything in slow motion, or is it only when he you know speeds up? I think it's when he speeds up. Like, yeah. everything's in slow motion. I think it's like he sees stuff in normal time because he doesn't talk specifically extremely fast, does he? I, he, he does quite a bit. He, he talks a bit fast, but that's just because he's a fast guy. He's a he's a smooth talker. Yeah, but um, like I think it's just when he starts to run, everything becomes slower for him. I don't yeah. think he's always that fast. No, but like re- regardless of you know whether that's how it works or not, can you imagine how bored he gets? 
<laughs> he must have really bad pacing issues with games. Yeah. But just, like, imagine, just... imagine a, a slow burning game. Like imagine even playing like Death Stranding or something. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that would be horrible as him. Like yeah. I know people who have pacing issues already. Never mind that. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, because like, you could you can run on water you're that quick and you'd yeah. be so bored. Which explains his basement, like you know why there's so much stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just nicks stuff constantly. Yeah, because he's bored. Um, can we mention the timeline here for a moment? Because in here, no, in this movie, he says Wolverine says, "I kn- I know this guy, but he's a he'd be a young man. Young man, you'd say probably like what seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, about like that. Then ten years later in Apocalypse, he's still living in his mum's basement. He's so that means yeah. he's twenty seven, twenty eight. And then when he gets to Dark Phoenix, that's another ten years later. That means in Dark Phoenix. He's 37, 38. He's going on 40. And he's still, like, talking like a child. Yeah. And acting Can like a child. Can I also say that if they wanted to, you know, make him at least acting like that, because you can, I can imagine him acting like that, but he still looks like a child as well. He looks the exact same. He hasn't aged. And that's not something specifically with all mutants, because we've seen that mutants do age. Yes. Yeah. that the, he just, they forgot to recast him. <laughs> and that was about it. They just didn't recast. Like, and also, they were so. I, I said this to you, Xander. Like he looks so much like a young Bill Hader. They could have just got Bill Hader to play Quicksilver, <laughs> and people wouldn't have really noticed. But, like, they um, they just they were so obsessed with this decade hopping that they just completely threw all sort of time out of the window. How time progresses out the window? Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole decade job. I didn't think it was the most stupid decision. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, recast the actors every every time you make a film, and then yeah. it's kind of like it's like that would be interesting to see them grow up. It's yeah. like, well, that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. But like oh, the reason, the makeup look older. And yeah. we've got so much aging or de aging technology that they can like go around. There's so you could do it with prosthetics very easily. Probably, I don't know. I'd use well, like, prosthetics. Do yeah. so. In, I think one of the reasons Dark Phoenix like fails, one of the many, is that that holds that whole a lot of that movie relies on the fact that you believe Scott and Jean as a couple. But in X Men Apocalypse, she hates him. They yeah. do they do not get on, and then suddenly ten years later, it's like oh yeah, they're in love. They're like the perfect couple. It's like we haven't seen that. The only reason we believe that is because we know they're a couple in the comics and in the earlier movies. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah, the timeline's f- Oh, and then there's the whole, like, the comic book thing of, like, Cable being their son. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> even more confusing. Um, l- right, let, let's uh, let's vote then. Um, I'm going Days of Future Past. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we're going, going Days of Past. We're all going Days of Future Past? Yeah, uh, I think so. There you go, unanimously. Uh, the Wolverine has been chucked off that train. Hey, there you go, he's back. I'm back, I'm back. He, he, he wrote something for this one instead. This oh, yeah. one may genuinely be the hardest one so far. Okay. This is the number six seed, Deadpool 2, versus the number four seed, X-Men First Class. Ooh, oh. that is actually a hard one. These are both These are both contentions in my for my number, number five spot in my favourite Fox movies. Yeah. So like the five and six together, they they flip flop in my mind. 
Yeah. See, for <laughs> Someone me, make again, this decision easy be, for me, please. It, it's going to be once again. I think with Deadpool two, it's not going to be as rewatchable once again because it doesn't focus on the story; it focuses on the jokes a lot again. Yeah. And although Deadpool two is hilarious, and I could not stop laughing watching that movie, and the the, the X Force still scene is no matter what, that's funny to me. I have watched that film so many times, and the X Force scene still makes me die of laughter every single time. Yeah, but I've, the I rest think... of the movie just doesn't hold up as compared to like rewatching first class. I think I think the first Deadpool movie is a better movie, but I think this one's funnier. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. This one has better jokes. Yeah. Uh Alex, you said you preferred Deadpool 2 earlier. Yeah, I do prefer Deadpool 2. Oh, you want to elaborate? I could give I could give after watching it gave a very good explanation of why I preferred it. Since then, I've now forgotten said explanation. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, like it's just the better movie. There you go. That's my explanation. Oh. I mean, it's a minor thing, but I just really love it. It did a James Bond spoof. Deadpool. Did they? Didn't... Did they? Yeah. Opening oh, of Deadpool. Yeah, of oh my god, they did. Oh, yeah, the Sion song yeah. is actually a banger. Like that is such a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just just think about the effort that went into it. Like, how the hell did they get Celine Dion to do that? <laughs> I mean, the song in general, though, it's not even specifically about Deadpool. But the the main thing that makes me piss myself laughing in that is the raining bullets. Oh the yeah. Bullets. Like, that, when I remember seeing that poster. And dying of laughter. When, I showed it my mum. She was dying of laughter. I watched her. I watched the movie. I loved it, and then well, I showed it her, and she was like herself. In, in the movie, we went to see it opening day, David. And yeah, we when did. that scene we came watched on, the first screening. Yeah, when when the first when that scene came on, the audience cheered. Yeah, yeah, and we were like, "Oh right, okay, it's this kind of crowd." Okay, Deadpool, Deadpool two is actually one of the best experiences I've had in a cinema in general, yeah, just definitely. because of the audience. Yeah, the audience makes that film so much better, and that's why I didn't live up to rewatch. Like the rewatch wasn't as good because, especially at the end of the movie when he kills um, Cypool, basically. Like, yeah. It's just that bit. The second that that happened, nobody was laughing; they were clapping. They yeah. were actually clapping for it, and that was one of the most fun experiences. It's like when um, in an end game, when you see the hammer shimmer. And oh then my you god! See yeah, Captain- like I remember, we watched End Game uh, opening night, and um, I will probably never watch Captain- that film in the same like way that again. Moment no, like I, I can't. Yeah experience it the same way that I did that first time with you two. No. Yeah, no, that was amazing. Um, I, this, the Endgame's one of those films that if I could wipe my mind and, you know, just go back and rewatch it, you know, and travel back in time and do it as well. Yeah. I'd do that without hesitation. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. I, I, I 100% that. with Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. It's being said, though, about Deadpool 2, I don't think I'd say that this one is my favourite out of this one in first class, you know? Yeah, oh, really? I'm... I'm... I'm saying first class is probably my be- the better film for me. Yeah, but I think I, I enjoyed Deadpool two a bit more just because I I love a good comedy, mm. and Deadpool two is exactly that. It is a fantastic comedy. Yeah, um, let's let's home in a bit more on first class then. Um, so this was the first prequel. 
So we yeah, they'd, had, was, yeah. they'd had the dumpster fire of uh, the last stand, and then they'd had the like the abomination of X Men Origins, mm-hmm. um, and this was the first like clean slate. They brought Matthew Vaughn in to do yeah. it, and it's it really start. It, you know, it shows you how Magneto and Professor X meet, and the you know the cast is amazing. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's. Oh yeah, he's in it. Yeah. What revelation as a villain? Fantastic. Yeah, I loved him. He's really goofy and comic booky, and he completely fits with this movie. (laughs) This one is a much more happy-going movie than like, especially Days of Future Past. This one really fully kit. It feels like X Men One, and then Days of Future Past is more X Two. Yeah. Like, Definitely. The first class is a hundred percent. It felt like a proper, a good, not reboot, but reset for the franchise. Yeah. It it, it was a very very good stepping stone. Matthew Vaughn did a fantastic job. I loved seeing the early days of the X Men, like seeing their very first mission, and yeah. like the like the origin between not only Magneto and Xavier, but also Xavier and um, Mystique. Yeah. Like seeing their like actual them two becoming like stepsister and stepbrother like that is such a sweet relationship and it's ruined later on and i think we've seen enough porn to know what will happen between those two oh yeah definitely we've seen enough (laughs) i'm stuck (laughs) oh my god stepbrother sleepwalking again Oh no, I'm stuck in the washing machine. Help me. <laughs> anyway, uh, James has just completely switched <laughs> off now. Yeah, James I have. Is like, I'm not joining this conversation. James is just like, I don't watch porn. What's porn? <laughs> <laughs> um, first class, I think, like like we said earlier, we love the uh, Wolverine cameo. Yeah, that was good. One oh, thing, that's oh, one of the right. best cameos I've ever seen in my life. I love it. It's so um, good. Oh, in the like, talking about another scene that happened in a bar, Magneto scene with the knife. Yes. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. Isn't this oh, one also with the with the? Is this the one with the coin, or is that in? Disney yeah, yeah this one. one with the coin. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also we see the uh, like Magneto's origin a lot more in this one as well. We see like the, him and Auschwitz. And I, I genuinely class so this film as Magneto. Magneto origin film. Well, that was that was the initial plan. That. After X Men Origins, yeah. the, the next film they were going to make was X Men Origins. It was going to be a series, and they were going to do Magneto, and then this yeah. sort of that sort of became First Class. See, you know what? That it works so much better as First Class though, because I feel like doing just Magneto as a film alone that would, wouldn't work. Wouldn't be as wet as good. It would still be good, especially if it's Michael Fassbender. Yeah, it would still be good. But it wouldn't be nearly as good as this because you need to see Xavier. You need to see how those two became friends because that's a part of Magneto's origin. His entire, the entire point of him becoming evil is a part of him being friends with Xavier. Because if you'd had, if you'd done an origin story of Magneto on its own, basically just have the boy in the striped pajamas. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. or right. with metal. <laughs> you, it, it is exactly that though. It's the boy in the striped pajamas, but with more screaming. Uh, yeah, and it's just. Mm. Oh, I went to watch it with my dad and I, I I loved it I was like the first superhero film I watched with my dad oh no it wasn't the first superhero film I watched with my dad was Iron Man 2 the Ooh, that's a bad one it's significantly <laughs> better 
Um, I feel like I should bring bring the attention of. Um, well, obviously, we've talked about the the X Force scene in uh, in Deadpool. Yeah. Um, the end credit scene. Scenes, we should in say. De- yeah. Yeah, they that are. was hilarious. What? What did you guys watch the uh, the extended cut of Deadpool two? Yes, I did. I've not. No. Extended. There's a. Yeah. Su- it's called the super duper cut. Oh yeah, no, I've seen that. Um, what do you think? I prefer the original version of Deadpool. Me I'm too. Not gonna lie. I think um, like because the super duper cut was also different jokes as well, wasn't it? It was um, yeah similar to the like yeah the alternate cut of Anchorman two. Where, yeah, uh, where they just, just it was jokes. the exact same movie but with different jokes. It just wasn't as good. Yeah, I thought the idea of doing Deadpool two with different jokes because they did they recorded so many. But the the whole point of seeing Deadpool the the first one and the second one is you see the best of those jokes. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's a comp. It's more like a stand up with superhero moments. Yeah, Deadpool two also had a really satisfying moment in for me, and it was when he walks into the house. Of the blind woman, which is through a floorboard. Oh um, my god, yeah, and then there's a cure, <laughs> for, a cure for blindness. Crane is there with a cure for blindness. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh my that's god. such a good callback to the first yeah, film as well. Yeah, that is such brilliant. a good callback. Um, I think as well the, um, the scene later on. Yeah, that one. Ah, yeah, that scene oh, later on. So it, great. It. Never mind. Someone else talk. <laughs> yeah. No, that that scene that scene was just perfect. I, oh, that like... scene was so good. The the scene later on. The one that happened later on. The one the one that happened after the scene we were just talking about. Hey, do you guys want to fuck off? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you've invited you invited us onto this podcast. <laughs> you drag me on this every week, and you tell me to fuck off. <laughs> um. I can't even remember now. <laughs> well, we broke James that. Is dying. Broke Santa. No. Yeah. Um, that doesn't normally happen, does it? <laughs> it's not like Xander causes on just a bullying. I don't. What I don't like is that they kill Vanessa in the first twenty minutes. They spend yeah, the whole yeah, movie like, focusing on her. There. I kind of disagree with you because I, my biggest drawback about the first film was. I mean, it was brilliant because it was a love story. It was a romance film. That that was the yeah. point of the first one. And I think, wait, what else are you going to do with it? You're just going to have an annoying damsel in distress character. So what do you do? Kill her. Yeah. Great. Ten out of ten. It turns out she's then not again, dead. Though, Vanessa wasn't necessarily like the, the annoying damsel in distress because she was actually, you know, like, she was set up to be somewhat badass, especially in the first film when she like grabs that guy's balls and starts squeezing a meat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say the oh, words yeah. like that she, again. to be... <laughs> hey, hey, Hakuna Histadas. <laughs> That's the best... That is the best phrase about balls in it ever. Like, I've called, I've called it, like, the Tadas. You know what? I'm really, I'm really f***ing annoyed that I thought he'd Daredevil earlier now, because Deadpool 1 is so much better than Deadpool 2. Thank you, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I disagree. No, I'm, I'm disagreeing as well. Like, if you want to change your minds, Andy, you can, and we'll call your dad and what, see do, what he have, says. What, so, what, Alex? Uh, what have you thought? Have you thought about that explanation for why you think Deadpool Two is better? Cable. <laughs> That's it. Cable. I, I just love Cable. 
And Josh Brolin the little, as Cable is the little Australian cast. kid from Hunt for the Wilder People. Yes. Yes. He's like, just him being like, oh, f off. <laughs> You're about to get your dick slipped. Let's not forget they fixed the juggernaut in this as well. Yes, they I'm did. The juggernaut, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rip you in half now. Deadpool in half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's such a you thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like Domino. Domino, oh, she's Domino's great, yeah. amazing. That's yeah. my new favorite. What's your superpower? Oh. I'm lucky. That's not a superpower. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you, like, you just, I remember seeing that clip in the trailer. And then it like the trailer was edited so well to the point where you could just see her flipping over a car. It's like, oh wait, that kind of is a superpower. And then that entire highway chase scene is just, so uh, damn good because everything just works around her. Yeah, Ooh. plus she's like the the only X Force member to survive as well. Isn't yeah, because she's so. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, oh god! And then obviously there's the, the end credit scene where he's you know he's going back in time, basically just undoes the entire film. And the, <laughs> didn't was there a, um, a like deleted one where he goes back and kills baby Hitler? Well, no. What he does <laughs> is he goes back in time, finds Hitler, and then he's like he, he's about to do it, and then he decides that he doesn't have the strength to do it. <laughs> yeah. Then he yeah. Cuts, so he cuts as he's about to kill him, and then there's a credit scene later on again where he's like cuddling him. He's like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's? I feel like we're, we're talking a lot about Deadpool two, but mainly because that movie is so much fun and like it's yeah. it's it's a comedy. So there's more quotable there's moments. There's more to in talk it. about, and there's but, more fun to talk about with that yeah. film. But. Let's be honest, First Class is probably the better movie. Yeah. In my opinion, anyway, it is. I agree as well. I, yeah, but... I, at the start, I'm going to vote for First Class here. Yeah, same. Wow. Um, James, where are you going? I'm, I'm going to go Deadpool 2. Ooh. Because I'm, I'm looking at this not from the standpoint of like which is you know, definitively a, cin- a, like, a cinematically a better film, just which one would you enjoy more to yeah, I thought we were doing that, and that's why Daredevil got through in the first place. Well, yeah, that, that was that. You're using that logic against us. But the thing is, I still enjoy watching First Class more because you get to, like, there's more to see with First Class as well because then you get to watch Days of Future Past after, yeah. which is inherently better than both of those movies combined. Yeah. Like, I, I love Days, and it sets up something. It redeemed... The um, the whole universe of X Men again, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. something that redeems it even more, and I think that's what works a bit better. Um, even though I do love Deadpool too, so I'm gonna say, I'm I'm gonna fair, say yeah. first class. Wow, personally. I so, I am gonna go um, Deadpool too. Yes, Ooh, we got a tiebreaker. We got a tiebreak. Call your dad. I, Get I, your I, I've messaged him first because he's still technically working, so I'll wait till he. Uh, Okay, responds. we'll wait to the end. Yeah. So, so what do we do now then? Um, <laughs> we can circle jerk. Circle oh. jerk. You, David. Um, get shawarma. Get shawarma. <laughs> you, you guys know a shawarma place? You know, you know what? There, there's an, there is actually a shawarma place around the corner from my house. <laughs> is there actually? There is. I think there is around from my. Oh, house there's well, a shisha bar around the corner from Xander's. <laughs> Is there really? That's cool. Even <laughs> Xander doesn't know that. I moved in two days ago. I don't know anything. Oh, 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 the only thing I know is that the cinema's down the road. 
Of course you know that, though. Like, that would have been the first thing, thing you started to research. Like, yeah. where's the closest cinema? I need to watch Tenet. <laughs> yeah, I, I do need to watch Tenet. I'm so glad that, that got delayed, by the way. Go on, Alex. Go watch Tenet with you if you want. Yes, please do. You're in Leeds. Yeah, 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 we'll go. You're a babe. Speaking of which, um, you know, about cinemas and whatnot, um, do you do you think it's a good time for them to start reopening now? Like, considering every, like, you know, everything's been delayed? No, not at all. Personally, no. no. Well, no. I know that um, some are saying that like, they're opening later on, and I think that's because everything's getting delayed further and further. Yeah. Okay. I think they should just wait a little bit longer, especially with everything that's going on in the moment with it. With a possible spike coming in because the pubs have only just reopened. Yeah, guys, there might be a small spike. Are you ready? My my dad said he's okay to for a call. Oh, 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 great! Right, let me call him. Speakers under. I'm really hoping my mic picks this up. Hello. <laughs> hey, dad, you all right? Yeah, all good. How are you? I- I'm all right. Yeah. So you're you're on here with James, Alex, and David. Hello. Hello. Um, we've we've got a uh, we're we're in the the sem- the quarterfinal, okay. and um, the tie break is between Deadpool two, the number six seed, versus the number four seed X Men First Class. Oh, that's it, tough. It is a tough one. <laughs> talk, talk us through it. Talk us through it. Well, I mean, I'd have to say that X Men First Class is is probably a better film. <laughs> Story-wise, but I did really enjoy Deadpool two. Um, That's sort of where we're all struggling. That's where we've all said. Um, oh, that's really tough. <laughs> I don't know. Probably right. I'll go out on a limb. X Men, X Men First Class. Wow! No. There you go. There we go. So X Men First Class goes through. Who won? Uh, not me, so thanks. Nothing right. <laughs> I can do to help. Um, <laughs> right, you, uh, you. I, I'm not sure whether we'll. We might need you again. I, I will send you a text if we do. Fair enough. Okay then. Thank you very much, Dad. Say bye, everyone. Enjoy. See you in a bit. Bye, Zander's Dad. We are most definitely going to need him again. <laughs> that is 100. <laughs> wow, Deadpool yeah. is gone by the quarterfinals. Both Deadpool movies. That. That's a shock. That, that is, is a shot. He um, didn't regenerate from that one. <laughs> so Jeez. we're into the we're into the semi-finals. We've got Logan, X2, Days of Future Past, and First Class Left. Oh, that God. is such a hard bracket. Um, so the first semi-final is the number one seed Logan versus the number five seed X2. Oh, it's got to be Logan. It, Lo- it, Logan. It's going to be Logan. But like X X two, I don't yeah, want to see X two go. Yeah, but some something has to give though, and something's going to give. So it, it's gone. That's got to be X two though, unfortunately. Yeah, it personally, it's X two. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like we haven't explained. No one's really explained why Logan is so good, like like properly it's... in this one yet. We, I mean, right. we gushed about it in the. Wolverine podcast, but uh, does someone want to take the reins on why this movie's a work of art? So, personally, I think the reason why this one is so good is because it came, first of all, it, you know, it's the last time Hugh Jackman will probably ever play uh, Wolverine. Like, Same with Patrick Stewart so, as um, Xavier. 
Yeah. And um, this film came out not too long after the death of Wolverine comic, um, which was quite a big one for me because um, Wolverine's always been one of my like you know top five favorite superheroes of all time. Yeah. And it's it basically this film for me it just wraps everything up to do with Wolverine really really nicely and then it it leads into like a potential you know carry on using X23 even though I don't think that's gonna happen now you know it could have um, I would have the, loved to see a Laura movie oh yeah, that would have been amazing it really would have been amazing like Daphne Keane was incredible as as Laura and um, it's the, I think the reason why that film is so good is because it, it wraps everything up more like perfectly i i'm yeah. gonna go on a limb and say and uh it's the first time and last time we're probably ever gonna see wolverine do a proper berserker rage yeah. um yeah. like that scene in the forest alone oh my god like you know what like you take i i i went back and i kept because i was really impressed when they did that 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 one shot was about 15 seconds and he kills about seven people within that. <laughs> you know, he's, he's like, bam, you're dead. Bam, you're dead. Bam, you're dead. And that, that's just it throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's that last climactic thing for me that really carried it. And it's, it, it's, um, it, it's probably the most different genre of superhero film out there at the moment. It's basically a Western. It is. It is a Western. It is a Western. For me, I think it's because it also summed up like the entire life of Wolverine in the perfect ending. It did, because like, not only did we saw the perfect ending for Xavier, with you, you didn't want to see him die from like dementia. You didn't want to see him die in pain. You wanted to see him, you know, go out peacefully in a sense. Even though we had to see Wolverine <clears throat> basically kill him, even if it is a clone, yeah. we had to see Hugh Jackman kill Patrick Stewart. And that was one of the most heartbreaking things about that movie. But at the same time, both of their like deaths were the perfect way for them to go out. Like Wolverine went out protecting someone he loved, yeah. which is the way that yeah. we like we it was it was foreshadowed in um, the Wolverine when um, she like she says, "I saw you die lying on your back, blood is all around you. You're holding your own heart and you're you're on your heart in your own hand." It's just like that is yeah. the, the sweetest sentiment. Because and, like it's a, it's exactly the same kind of thing as with um Ellie and Joel, yeah. And, like seeing this entire journey along the way, he didn't really give a give a damn about her. Yeah, yeah. He grew to basically love her as a child, and it's it's so sweet, and it was the best way to send off the most iconic superhero, probably ever now. Like, let's be honest, when people think superheroes, they think of Iron Man, they think of Captain America, and they think of Wolverine. Yeah. Like like movie like, trails, anyway. Like, Hugh Jackman. Movie, like, movie like, way, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Especially well, so I, when you think I, of Spider-Man in that Catherine. list as well, actually. Yeah, obviously. Spider-Man, I always play in that list. But, like, average moviegoers, you see Hugh Jackman, you see Wolverine, you see the perfect yeah. casting for Wolverine. Even yeah. if you don't really know the comics that well, you know that he was too perfect for that role. Um, Alex, have you got anything to add? Not particularly. I mean, I think it's all been covered and gushed two and a half hours about this film the other day. We did, yeah. My, my word source of, of, not word source, vocabulary <laughs> has been a bit exhausted. <laughs> word yeah. source? But for me, it's the final shot. 
The final shot is Oh, so when he turns the axe on its side. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, that hurt. That hurt so much. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, is there anything we want to add to X2 before we brutally get rid X2, of it? X2, I'm just oh. going to say, I do love X2. I think X2 was the perfect beginning to the X-Men franchise in a sense. It, like yeah. Going off of X-Men 1, it was well, the best way to introduce it into the mainstream. And it just sucks that X-Men 3 came after. Yeah, and let's face it, without you know those films, we wouldn't have gotten Logan. Not at all. I think X two is one like it's always talked about as like one of the best sequels. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is a really rare thing for a superhero movie to do as well. It managed to like completely expand the the universe of well the world inside the film. Like yeah. obviously everyone who reads the comics kinda of knows already. And and I liked I liked how it wasn't um it was like the X Men has already been a founded thing, and it has been for a while. I, I just and then yeah. from what we saw in the first one, and then in the second one, kind of see things from before that tie in after it, and it's and because of that, it just pieces together things that make like a more comprehensive story. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm agree. But unfortunately, only one of them can go through. Um, I'm voting Logan. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be Logan. Logan, sad. Now, I, I yeah. love X2, but Logan. But Logan too. Logan demolishes its way through to the final, not having a single vote against it so far. Um, and to fight for a place in the final, we have the number two seed, X-Men Days of Future Past, versus the number four seed, X-Men First Class. Once again, oh. I think this one's pretty pretty easy for me yeah like it's gonna be days of future past like i said it's it's x-men 1 versus x-men 2 no matter what the second one's gonna win just because it is a hundred percent better it it builds off of what the first one laid out and it builds off it in such a way that once again mainstream audiences can understand the love for it and fans of the comics and fans of the series in general can just they appreciate all the little throwbacks all the little references and then there's also the fact that magneto is at his prime in this movie like, yeah. this is the best Magneto there is. And I yeah. loved, especially yeah. with Fassbender bringing his all to this role. He did it so damn well. Oh, yeah. he did. Michael but... Fassbender makes Magneto like his own. He takes it out of Patrick Stewart's hands, covers it all over his body, and he's like, this is my, my like, thing. Mike, yeah. Michael Fassbender is just one of those actors that he makes anything, you know, at least somewhat enjoyable. I, I, you know, I emphasize at least because I don't know if any of you have seen this Assassin's Creed. Creed. Yeah. yeah, but at least like he's the only good part of Assassin's Creed. That's true. Yeah, like that was he. He did a good job in that, but like it was the writing and the storytelling of that. It yeah. was awful. That was terrible. I think also the fact that they focused on um the like is it the animus? Way yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if you're doing Assassin's Creed, you don't you don't use the worst part of the game. You use the only good part of the game, which is everything else. Other than <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget yeah. this is even a part of Assassin's well, Creed. Well, they, they basically have in the later games. I know um, that, especially in Odyssey, like, I think you go into the Animus, like, three times, and you're only, you're, I mean, not into it, out of the Animus, and you're just walking around a lab. You're just learning about, like, what this character, why this character is, you know, exploring this person's past, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so X Men, 
<laughs> um, not Assassin's Creed. I'm. I mean, like like I said, between Deadpool two and X Men First Class, it was hard because they were both like in the bot, like fighting for yeah. my fit, my my top five spot. Days of Future Past is a certified top five. Oh yeah, 100%. it's my yeah, yeah, favorite at least. Like, um, I'm I'm ready to vote. I am as well. Same. Um, Alex, do you want to go first? Uh, so I'm going to vote Daredevil. <laughs> no, no, no. Excellent Days of Future Past. Um, I'm going to vote Days of Future Past as well. David? I'm going to go with Dofp. <laughs> Dofp. Nice, nice. Uh, James, want to wrap this up? Uh, well, well you, you, obviously, well, you, don't, you don't need me to... You know, to... No, we don't, so please shut the f*** up. Going. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Days of Future Past is definitely the better film to me in every way, shape, and form. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. can't so, agree with you more. Days of Future Past. There we go, guys. We've whittled 17 movies down to two. Now let's wrap this up in about 12 seconds. It's Logan versus Day- Days of Future Past. Logan, Days right. I'll, I'll Logan. go for my food. Yep, there we go. <laughs> We've uh, just we've uh, just spent two hours um, doing this. <laughs> genuinely don't know. Oh, do you, oh, you oh right, okay. I thought I thought there was a. Uh, ah, I couldn't. You you'd all did a unanimous vote, but I mean, I know I'm the outlier, so it doesn't really matter. But I, I I have to say, on as of right now, as I'm feeling as I do right now. More, I more want to watch X Men: Days of Future Past after this conversation than watching. Wow. Fair enough. That is that is actually a fairly good point to be honest. Like I'm wanting to like I love Logan, but it, I have to be in the mood for Logan. Whereas Days yeah. of Future yeah. Past, I can shove yeah. on whenever, and I can watch that film all the way through very easily and enjoy every single second of it. So that's that's, that's an interesting take on it. Like I Logan's think... probably one of my favorite movies of all time, but Days of Future Past is just so special. Yeah. Something that's constantly just been said throughout this podcast is that uh, Logan's not an X-Men film. It isn't. Logan, Logan's not a superhero film. And it's like, like technically if we're counting down the best 17 X-Men films, it's a future past is a better X-Men film than Logan. Wow. Wow. This is that. I, 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 I completely actually, agree. Yeah. I completely understand what you're going as from. As much as I hate you for saying it, yeah, it is. And, there is no, there is no moment in Logan. Uh, in fact, no. There's, there are moments in Logan, but they, the, the fact that there are moments in Logan, no, there are moments in Days of Future Past that can make me feel the same emotion that I do in Logan. Like the bit where Xavier, old Xavier, meets young Xavier in Days oh, of Future that's Past. Oh, brilliant scene! Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we quickly just say James McAvoy is an incredible young Xavier in the first two movies? Yeah. 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 He's amazing. Then he. Does the then same thing bald. again? Yeah, then he gets really <laughs> then he bald. X Men Apocalypse is basically just how did Xavier get bald? Well, we'll tell you. Here's yeah, a two and a half hour explanation. You know what they may as well do? They just like not have done that film and just said, "Well, he got old. He, he went bald." Yeah, yeah. they should have just he done looks, that. He's a he's a psychic, not a hairdresser. Yeah, literally, <laughs> doesn't have time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> exactly. he, he got a COVID cut. There you go. He, he did. A, we'll just say that. He just shaved his head because of COVID. He went full Xander. Yeah. He went full Xander. Apocalypse didn't happen. 
Yeah. Apoc- <laughs> you know what though? There's one line in Apocalypse that always makes me piss myself. That made me piss myself laughing when I only watched it the first time. But um, I noticed it immediately. They're talking about, um, but he returned Jedi. Yeah. And uh, they say, well, we can always agree that the third one's the worst. Trying to poke fun at, you know, um, oh my God. at last stand when they were poking fun at themselves because yeah. that's the third film in the reset. And yeah. it's, it's the second worst one because the fourth one is usually the worst because let's look at it. Dark Phoenix <laughs> yeah. is horrendous. Yeah, mum. You've got a point there, yeah. yeah. Fourth, the fourth film in the original X-Men series was X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. And that's the worst one. Wow, uh, you know, so you maybe know what, the fourth is always the worst. But you know what the mental thing for me is, because uh, you know, because I, I, I'm I'm still voting Logan, like regardless <laughs> of this conversation, I'm still voting Logan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and um, the, the the funny thing for me is that Logan is the remnants of the messed up timeline. Yeah, which is yeah, a bit, the best one in yeah, the timeline. It doesn't make it. It, it, it makes sense, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, like it, 100%, it, it's so weird that it's. It's the final film in that in that actual timeline. That's the final time we see any of these characters. Yeah, and yet yeah. it's the one that did it justice the most. Yeah, um, and it's just a bit mental to think about that because they they really messed it up. They yeah, really they, messed. They up. I think we should we it. should probably mention that Logan wouldn't have happened if Deadpool didn't happen. That's a good yeah. point, actually. Yeah, because yeah. Deadpool, like, was the Deadpool first wouldn't have happened. Real like if, big. Big, like, w- well-made R-rated superhero. Yeah, yeah, but let let's be completely honest. Deadpool probably wouldn't have happened if Origins Wolverine didn't happen, because pa- people wouldn't yeah. have asked for a yeah. Well, there's like movie. a there's a sit that there's a systematic timeline of events that took place in the lead up to Logan, because uh, it started started with uh, X Men Origins, and then you know they completely butchered Deadpool. Um, but it, it, they must have had like a Deadpool kind of script in the works or something from that moment. Yeah, because you, you not then... know about the the thing that got leaked. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, the, I'm getting onto that. I'm getting onto that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they must have had a script or uh, some or something in the works from that point. You know, from like the moment they said, right, Deadpool, he's in, uh, he's in X Men Origins. Let's make a script for a spin off film uh, in the event that you know we we get that far. They completely butcher it, and then you know they do some test footage which just sits on the shelf for absolutely ages. And then it must have been Ryan Reynolds that leaked that. It will have been. It's a hundred percent Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, definitely. Like the, the whole theory is that he, Ryan Reynolds and he jokes about it. Yeah, but it's um <laughs> like that if if Ryan Reynolds didn't you know leak that film, uh, well leak the uh, the test footage, then you know that would have never have happened. So. I think it's because that test footage was so damn good as well. Like that test footage is literally just the opening scene for the first Deadpool movie, but not as obviously entertaining and as good looking CGI wise. Yeah. Yeah. But some of it is shot for shot. Yeah. yeah. It's like the, the people love the test footage so much that they demanded a Deadpool movie. Well, yeah, it was like within 24 hours they greenlit the film, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And and from that moment, that was it. And. um if it, I, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for Ryan Reynolds, like we would not have Logan. No, true. No, which is uh, pretty wild. And then if yeah. you want to really, really go back in time, like if it wasn't for the Deadpool writers of the comics saying that Deadpool looks like Ryan Reynolds, yeah, it wouldn't be without them. 
if we yeah, were in that well, world. Because you know, they, the, in you the know the if comic, God hadn't created say, the world, then like we wouldn't have had any of these movies. We wouldn't really do Timeline of events that have taken place to get us to that point. If we didn't have the Big Bang, we wouldn't have dead Logan, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, who's who's uh, who's ready to vote then? I'm ready. Uh, to vote. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, James, oh, I'll let you go first. Um, I've I've got to go, Logan, as the best Marvel box film. Um, Alex, I'm gonna stick with my guns and go with Days of Future Past. Wow, David. See, I'm I'm slightly still. Uh, Alex brought up such a good point. But I'm I'm gonna stick my guns. I'm gonna stick my favorite film. I'm gonna go with Logan. Having having what, heard what, heard what Alex had to say about yeah, like it feels Don't do it. more like a superhero <laughs> movie in that sense. Yeah. So if we were talking about best superhero movies, then yeah, Days yeah. of Future Past would have won. If we were talking about best X Men movies. Days of Future Past for the one, but yeah. we're talking about the best Fox Marvel. Yeah, and I'm sorry, man. I appreciate you fighting the fight to get oh, us to vote for yeah. Days of Future Past, but yeah. it's, it it could never have been anything else. It is. Uh, I'm voting Logan. <laughs> And Logan is the champion. So Logan won. The number one seed takes it all the way to the end. Right. Takes the right. W. Days of Future Past is saying in the past. Mine <laughs> <laughs> are so much better than yours, Andrew, as well. That's the funny thing about it. There you go, guys. That was um that was the tournament. We Logan won. Who saw that coming? I had a feeling that'd happen. Um, are, are there nah. any? Is there anything else you want to say about any of these other movies that you didn't get chance to earlier? Um, I don't. I don't yeah, think I so. Um, I think I. By the way, I sent that clip. I sent the Facebook link into the chat on Discord. Oh, yeah, so, so if you want to w- watch that video, yeah. I I even showed that to um two of my mates and they were pissing themselves laughing. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I showed it to Owen right. and um. And Owen was literally dying of laughter. <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. Watch no. <laughs> it. How fantastic is that? Yeah. (laughs) That's genuinely so funny. (laughs) I have a suggestion for the next one of these that we should do. Go on. Oh, go on. Uh, Marvel Sony. 
Yes. Marvel Sony. That would. How many movies are there in Marvel Sony? Like, okay, we got the first three Spider-Man films. We got both the Amazing Spider-Man films: Spider-Verse, Spider-Man: Far From Home, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Morbius coming out. I think um, we should wait for Morbius and Venom, Venom Two to come out then, and then yeah. we'll do it. Um, that's a good call. Marvel Sony. I think that would be a very fun one. I think DCEU would be a fun one as well. Once uh, there's a couple more of them out. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm down to do like I'm down to do like I've started one that's loads of DC movies. I've started one that's Marvel versus DC. So on one side you've got Marvel, one side you got Ooh, oh like that would be a fun. Each one, of the first matchups is Marvel or DC. Can we yeah. do? video game movies as one as well so we talk about literally any video game movie that's ever been made right okay yeah Spe- speaking of that did you ever play the x-men origins video game yes, yes. how so is that good. better than the film so, <laughs> good. so good just how how does that work oh, I, I honestly that don't was, know um, it was genuinely so damn good i was trying yeah. to like oh i <laughs> Oh I god! Think where he, um, started thinking about the games before as well, and I can't remember. Like I somehow I always bring it back to um like a game of a of a movie as well. Like I did it for like almost all of the Harry Potters. Yeah, I started talking especially with um you know in Deathly Hallows. Yeah, you know when they were like they find the dragon in Gringotts. Yeah, I distinctly remembered a scene where they were find where they were hiding behind the pillars um to escape the dragon fire. Yeah. And Xander remembered that scene as well. And then I remembered, wait, no, that's from the Xbox Connect game of Deathly Hallows 2. Oh. <laughs> um, by the way, on, Colo- on for Sony, there is the Spider-Man trilogy. There's the mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man movies. There's the two uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. There's Venom. Then there's Morbius and Venom 2. And then there's the Ghost Rider movies. Oh my yes. god, I forgot about the Ghost Rider film. Oh my Jesus god, Ghost Rider. What a, Ghost Rider is, especially the first one, that's my full-on guilty pleasure. I, I, I rate the first Ghost Rider. I love that movie. Yeah, so the first Ghost Rider is pretty good, to be fair. Second Look one. Into my eyes. I, haven't, I haven't seen them in ages. I, I've only seen yeah. bits of the first one. So. It's yeah. Nicolas Cage, so what more could you want? Exactly. exactly. I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> oh, then again, Nicolas Cage, he played Noir Spider-Man, didn't he? He did. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man Noir. Oh yeah, of course there'd be yeah. a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um I feel like we well, should also honest, think no. about including um do you remember when Sony got their emails hacked? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, and then all the like all the leaked films came out and the plots for them. I feel like we could include them as well. Like well, they were they've got... also recently um released the alternate version of Spider-Man 2 and the Raimi Spider-Man 2. The alternate version. No, yeah, the, ult- the um... yeah, the script for it got uh, leaked by the guy who pe- wrote the script. He wrote al- an alternative version and he called it Amazing Spider-Man, and it's on it's on Twitter somewhere. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't know so that. So me and Zander were thinking of uh, doing like a full plot, di- like an actual scene by scene plot diagnosis, and then talking about it. Yeah, that'd be really good. That that'd be really entertaining. I think. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Um, well, yeah, like. We could we could bring in like the the, the leaked things like they were got, they were gonna do a, a, a an Ant May spinoff film. Yes, they were. <laughs> what? How? How could you do that? <laughs> um, and then they would have done. Um, oh, did you ever hear the plot for the Amazing Spider-Man three? Yeah. I did not. Yeah. Like, Is that it, the one where they were gonna do Sinister Six? Yeah, they were gonna do well, Sinister Six. Yeah. Six anyway, didn't they? Like with the fact that Rhino was in the end, and there was also like. 
no, no, but they were in. actually going to do cinema. Like, yeah, it was going to be made by that, uh, Drew Goddard, who did. Um, didn't who they did Dad, like Daredevil. cancel Amazing Spider-Man three because he didn't like um, Andrew Garfield didn't turn up to the thing where the they were going to announce yeah. it because he was ill. Like, yeah. He had a cold, and so he just said, "No, I'm not coming in. I feel I feel like shit," and so we just cancelled the movie. <laughs> that is one of the reasons. But yeah, talk like... about throwing your toys out of the pram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that, that I think the Amazing Spider-Man films are interesting. I want to do an episode on those films because yeah, that they, they are so like the first one is so average, an average movie. You see, I like the first one. The first the one, first I one is a, is pretty fun. Like it's, I, I think Andrew Garfield is it. the best Tom Holland, and not the, the best Tom, the best Peter Parker. Bloody hell! Uh, uh, disagree. Made him too cool. Made him too cool. They you did. wouldn't. You wouldn't bully. You you wouldn't take the pits out of someone who skateboards around school and speaks up to teachers and has has like a cheeky attitude. You do that to like I don't know people who make podcasts about their favorite <laughs> box film. I like, like, man, what the hell is that? <laughs> no, Sandy, he's calling you the best. He's calling you the best, Peter Parker. Yeah, obviously, you're the best loser. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I was actually calling us all weebs. Well, <laughs> no, not we- I mean, technically we're the ones that have been, you know, I don't want to say dragged into this, but we were kind of dragged into I this. I mean, I, I've been dragged into this every week. You're, I'm you guys are the special guests. Physically dragged well, in. there we go, man. Landers <laughs> right now, tied up my ankles. Listen, if you don't want to be here, you don't have to be here, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's fun. What would you do, what would you do without us? I just wouldn't do this. <laughs> <laughs> you just you uh, just do what you normally do and just talk to yourself about the movies instead. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Please <laughs> keep doing this stuff. Um, uh. right. Just I've just had a thought. I've been looking through these other tournaments that I've made. I made one for the Harry Potter movies. Did you actually? Yeah, did, were we supposed wow. to be doing that at some point? Like, yeah. were we supposed to do that at the end? We of, did. Um, we did all of the Harry Potter movies, and we were going to rank them at the, the end. Of, we just didn't, Beast. and then we forgot to do it. Um, See, I've not, not seen those films for ages. I need to go rewatch them. I think that would be a fun tournament for us all to do. Then, actually, like, I've not, I've not told you this story. Um, I went to um, to Florida at Universal, and uh, they've got the uh, the Harry Potter world there. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's mental. It's absolutely mental. Like you go in, there's Gringotts Bank, and then they've got Ollivanders there as well. Oh, cool! Wow. So I thought, why the why the hell not? We'll go in. And uh, what they do is they get these um, th- these kind of groups, and y- you go in, and then like a uh, the, one of the wizards comes down, and uh, he picks someone from the group uh, to get their you know to you know have a one choose from. And uh, and he picked me. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. No, he did. He did. So he picked. So he picked me. I go out. Um, and uh, he, he gives me all these ones, and he says, "Right, try that." And then you got to like do these spells and whatnot. And then it actually did shit, which is mental. Oh man, that's cool. And um, yeah, I ended up buying my wand. Uh, I, I do have a wand in my room somewhere. From um... I thought I was sad because I have a lot of Harry Potter shit in my room. I thought that's the thing. I've only got the one wand, and it's, apparently it's, it's unique to me. Like the um, that this design, um, cool. and the best bit is like when you go to Florida and Universal, like it, it's an actual magic wand. It does it does do stuff there. 
Wow. Yeah, it's kind of like a you know like when you buy the Harry Potter TV remote from Argos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but like because you used to be able, you, there was they used to sell them like if you waved it to the side, it would actually go to the next channel. See, if I've you got go one up, of those. Would... Was Sonic Screwdriver? Oh, yeah, 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 I've seen that one. Yeah. Um, oh, we really are nerds. What what has happened here? This is I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, I I just realised I've been looking through my notes and I realised I was actually meant to tell you guys a story. Okay, oh, let's go. Let's go. David, you know this story because I sent this to Ooh. you and you t- told me that I should tell this on the podcast. Yes, yes, I forgot about this. Oh my god. So okay, um, okay, this happened about a week ago. Okay, so right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna re- I wrote it down. Um, so I'm gonna read it out for you guys. This is a story. Um, so it's five p.m. I realised okay. I needed to feed the cats. So as I go downstairs, I see the cats at the bottom of the stairs pawing at something. It's a mouse. They, oh. they caught. They caught. A- King mouse and we ain't about this we ain't about that in this house so of course i run down and get them to leave it alone but they pick it up and run off and keep dropping it and picking it up and when they do the mouse squeaks so it's, it's horrible so it's still alive finally they drop it and i shoot them out of the house and this mouse is just lay there near the conservatory panting so hard and i start to panic it's like what the f- do i do it's alive so i can't just like throw it I'm too scared of it biting me or running running on me or running away to pick it up. So I just shout shit for a while. Like, literally, <laughs> I just shout the word shit. I just stood over this mouse. I'm like, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> so at this point, I should mention that my dad has gone to give blood. What a hero. Um, so I've got no help with this situation. Uh, so I FaceTime my mom thinking she'd help with my panic. I was wrong. She just laughed. Oh no! Then I told. Then she told my brother, and then he laughed. So, <laughs> so I hung up and thought, right, okay, I need to get this. I need to get this mouse out of the house because uh, I don't have any green eggs and ham. Um. Oh, so I grab a pan and some kitchen roll and think I'll just usher it into the pan so I can take it outside safely. Um, and I kept telling it to relax. Now I'm just trying to help. So I was like, it's okay, mate. It's okay. Just hop in the pan. Hop in the pan. I was shaking. Because I'm like, I'm so scared of little things that can run quickly and like crawl on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like my dad deals with all the insects and the spiders that we see. I, I actually cowered in the corner of the bathroom because a butterfly was in it. Oh. <laughs> so this is who you're dealing with here. And so I, I get close to the pan and then suddenly it gets a, sec- a second lease of life. It runs around me, so I panic. I shout, like, ah, ah, I'm screaming, and then it runs under the bookcase, so I can't get it. <laughs> so Dude. then I was like, I can't just not do anything here. I can't reach under the bookcase because it'll fing have me. Um, and I can't let the cats back in because then they'll just paw under the bookcase. So I, I barricade up the bookcase with cardboard. What? So that so it's sat <laughs> under the bookcase, so I barricade it up with cardboard boxes, <laughs> so it can't get out. And then I was sitting there, I was sitting next to it on guard in case it tried to escape. Uh, I sat there for about an hour and a half until my dad got home. And then my dad, I sent my dad a text saying, "Hey, listen, we've got a small situation in the house." So like, what, what do you mean? I said, "Well, there might be a mouse." 
And so I, so he gets home. I tell him what happened. He spends three whole minutes just laughing at me and taking the mick. And then somehow he knows that mice like broccoli. Okay. So he chucked it a bit of broccoli under the bookcase, grabbed it in a tub, and then took it to the field. So I, I like the mouse is safe. Yeah. But like, really, if you think about it. I saved the mouse from the no, cat. you didn't eaten. at all. But then my dad comes in for the hero shot. So it's like, <laughs> I feel like uh, Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What your dad did was he took the mouse from the house and put it into the usual battleground of the field. <laughs> yeah. Your dad did nothing. He just, he just, he like threw, a, he like threw an injured gladiator with lions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was like, you, well, you your just... <laughs> And also, in addition to your, your mouse story, um, my mum was hearing under my grandma's bed and she found the, well, she took the picture. Oh, lovely. Oh. Well <laughs> what in the fuckery is that? Oh, that's has that been snapped on? No, that's a rat skeleton. Oh my, uh, where the hell was that? Underneath my grandma's bed. Can I just say, you said Skellington, and all I can think of is Hot Fuzz right now. Oh, God. Um, I can see one better. I know nothing about no Skellingtons. I've said it because I watched Hot Fuzz like two days ago. I watched Hot Fuzz two days ago. It's just come on Netflix. It just got put on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, literally. (laughs) All of my friends have just watched Hot Fuzz. It's well funny. I can do you one better, though. Okay. Okay. It's not nice. It's, it's it's really not. It's not a competition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Alexander, this is now a competition. I want to see you guys. You, you guys are you, you guys are gonna love this. Okay, so remember earlier on that I was you know we were talking about my hemophobia. Yeah, there oh, we go. Yeah, so uh, one of my cats, he, he decided that he wanted to you know spend the night outside. So we're like, yeah, fair enough. Why not? You can go out. Uh, and then he comes back the following morning. He comes through the cat flap. Um, I'm in bed. I'm having. Oh my god! I just seen the picture. That's Jeez. the barricade. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's bad? I actually recognise the exact thing that you've got there because we sell them at my work. Oh wow! My dad can, wow. did get that from being you. Wow, amazing. <laughs> wow. So sorry, um, go on, James. Yeah. So we're like, you know what? You can you can spend the night out. Why not? If you want to do that. So. Um, he kind of knows when my sister wakes up, um, so he, he decided, you know, I'm going I'm to go back in. Grace will be up around about this time. So he comes back in, and then I'm in bed. It's about 10 a.m. You know, I'm just chilling. I'm sleeping. Everything's perfect. And suddenly I hear a scream. I'm like, what's just happened? I, I you know, get out of bed. Grace runs up to my room, and um, she says... There's something in the living room. <laughs> so I'm like, what? Okay, so I go downstairs. I check it out. I don't know how we did it. I don't know how we got got it through this cat flap. <laughs> he brought in a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that is not at all what I thought you were going to say. That was the weirdest thing for you to say. I thought you were going to like a bird or a rat, but nah, just a full chicken. <laughs> it was a chicken. 
He had his own roast dinner. <laughs> oh my god! It was a chicken. <laughs> was it chicken alive? No, it was. His head was missing, and you know what? Oh, they say? <laughs> oh no! Is flop? Did it flop about? You what know what they say about headless chickens? Oh my god! It's true. <laughs> what this? This chicken was just running around in your house. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh. oh my god! That's horrifying. <laughs> Get worse! Oh god! <laughs> Is there a second chicken? No. <laughs> so it wasn't. So so it wasn't just <laughs> any kind of like chicken that you could find out in like the fields of Glossop. No, no, it was uh, it was my neighbours. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> One of the neighbours. Um... Jeez. <laughs> That was an awkward conversation. Imagine, oh imagine having to go to your neighbour's house, knocking on the door and just going, you're right, mate. Um, your headless chicken's in my, in my front room. Could you come and get it? No, just like my cat ate your chicken. <laughs> it's like, oh, did uh, it? Yeah, there's a bit did, of a did your cat eat your chicken? Did it also eat your homework? Come on. <laughs> no, but then I could just have the corpse. And... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Me, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, it um, was so bad. Are we doing? Uh, are we? Are we doing recommendations this week? Have any of us watched any other movies other than the Marvel X Men? Um, um, I watched Hamilton twice. Is that any no, good? No, you're not, dude. It's so good. Yeah, it's genuinely so good. Watch it on stage. Oh, have you, I. You... I, I... Have you seen it, Alex? It live. Yeah, my, uh, me, and my my sister got me tickets for two birthdays ago. Oh, mad! Um, yeah, um, it was amazing. It was, it was brilliant. I watched. Um, God, what was it? Uh, the Martian recently. Oh, what? Oh, Elta. Elta. That is a brilliant film. And uh, I haven't actually watched that yet. Oh, watch it! It's amazing. And the the best bit about it is everything that's ha- that goes on in that film is possible. Like you could, you can do that, which is the the, the mental bit. Yeah. But they kind of ruined it with the Martian because well they didn't they didn't ruin it. They made a really good film, but then about two weeks after it was released, they found water on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Oof, what a bad timing, you know. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I love The Martian. Matt Damon's great in it. Yeah, oh, it's, he is. A, it's written by Drew Goddard again. Yeah. He's, he's the guy that made... He made um, Cabin in the Woods. He made um, he made the Daredevil TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a really talented guy. He was going to be yeah. making the uh, X-Force movie. That was going to yeah, be coming out. Cool. But yeah, like, if you haven't seen The Martian, like get on that. that that's incredible. Yeah. Did I watch anything? Oh, oh wait, no, I did. Um, I watched uh, My Neighbor Totoro for the first time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that yeah, I decided uh, just to because I felt like just watching a good anime movie, and I know Studio Ghibli is all uh, mostly available on Netflix now, and so I just decided, screw it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch Totoro because I loved Spirited Away, and um, I've heard so many good things, and I really enjoyed it. It's not as good as Spirited Away, but it's a much cuter movie. But um, yeah, it's it's very simple. 
but I, I can 100% recommend it. Nice. Um, I came across on TV uh, the day I was moving, uh, so I was like packing up all my stuff, and then I sat down, because this was on, The Spiderwick Chronicles. Oh my <laughs> god. I have not Great. heard that name in years, oh my god. What a belting movie. Sorry? The first time you'd seen it? No, I've seen, I've seen, I saw it as a kid. I loved it as a kid. I don't know what it was, but like first time I watched that film, um, the, the, the bog, was it The Boggart? I think it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the that, little guy. Yeah, yeah, that freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> I don't I don't know why, but I had full-on nightmares about that thing. I hated it. Oh, God. <laughs> James, I was exactly the same. I had to leave the cinema when I was watching it with my mum. Really? Yeah, I was like, I had to... The bit where they're in the tunnel underground going towards the like the mad old woman's house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they were in that tunnel. I was freaked out so much. I had to leave the cinema. Like little six-year-old oh, me. You mustn't have done well in it at all. In, in it? Yeah. I know, I was like significantly older by this point. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, like, I... I didn't watch this recently, but you've just it's just reminded me of what's like childhood films. Does anybody, does anybody remember Bridge to Terabithia? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Like that was that. the most depressing film as a kid. Yeah, that was that was like, I that watched was that as a kid so and didn't good. like I didn't see any like monsters and stuff like that. That was promised, so I didn't enjoy it. Uh, they're, they're kind of at the end. Who's someone, by the way, someone is so, someone's getting loads of messages. Who is it? Who's popular in this bloody chat? It it's Sorry. <laughs> Alex, stop being popular. You're on a podcast. It's fine, it's fine. They're, ju- they're just coming through, that's all. Yeah, um, I've, so I didn't even realise I had Facebook open on my laptop as well. Um, right. <laughs> so we, you know, cheeky couple of recommendations there for you. Oh, wait. Could I, could I recommend something? I haven't recommended anything. Oh, yeah, go for it, man. No, you're not yeah, allowed. Right. How dare you? I, well, I wasn't sure whether to go with the, the, the strain of kids' films. Uh, no, I'm going to do that. You I'm going to recommend both? my two. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do... I'm going to recommend three films if that's all right. Absolutely. One is Leon the Professional. Ooh, um, I still need to watch this. Watch I, that. Um, I, I the 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 day. It is such an interesting film. Like, Natalie Portman is 12 at the time of filming it. And she is, like, she is sexualizing herself as a 12 year old girl in this film. Oh, wow. Towards this, like, hitman. That's weird. And it's so, like, weird to watch, especially in, like, the whole, like, political climate of everyone being a <laughs> these days. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, I someone mean, had wrong. to say it. Yeah. You're not wrong. No, he's not no. wrong. And so watching it, it was just like, um, but when you watch it, it's not, it's not, it's not creepy. It's awkward because... It's not the old guy doing it; it's the younger. So it's it's a it's a it's a very weird take on that situation. Oh, weird. Um, and also, Barry Oldman's in it. Yes, he is. He is such a cool character design in that. Um, I recommend it if you're a fan of Gary Oldman. My other two recommendations are um, kids' films that, in my opinion, would not be classed as kids' films. Um, the first one is Kubo and the Two Strings, which I can't I've recommend. I've not watched that yet, but I really want to. This is on my shame list. 
It's by Leica Studios, the same people that did Coraline. Yeah. It is, like, amazing. The the art style in it, the story of it, the, like, the... Matthew McConaughey plays a dung beetle. What more could you want? The, but the, the thing that I think is, like, the best thing about the film is there's these two um, sisters in it, and they are, like, the terrifying force of this film. They are creepy. They they should not be in a kids film. Yeah. Um, and the other kids film that shouldn't be a kids film is Prince of Egypt. Oh, the DreamWorks yeah. one. Have you ever seen Prince of Egypt? I did when I was a kid. I have not seen it. <laughs> right, okay. There is it. It tells the story of the, uh, the of Exodus in the Bible. Yeah. But if you've read the Bible, it, it's about the, um, the plagues, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you but, read the Bible, then spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> spoilers? It just turns wine and water into wine. Boom. Just really no, wine. I haven't read it yet. God. The Don't end worry, of it. you can read the sequel. That's the New Testament. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the thing that happens is, like, God basically sends down a plague that kills the firstborn of every family. Yeah. And then there's a scene that depicts it. And it's like, um, DreamWorks. They yeah, are like, holding back from all this child murder in a kid's film. <laughs> DreamWorks um, were originally like basically painted as this like anti-Disney and anti-Pixar kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, they were, yeah. And then they slowly yeah. started turning into what they were against. Like, if you look at stuff like Mega Man and everything like that, that's just the the bootleg Incredibles. Yeah. But Mega Man is genuinely really good, though. Yeah, like the DreamWorks make bootlegs of Disney movies that are genuinely incredible. Oh, they do. Yeah, they always have done. That's what Shrek is brilliant. Shrek is a parody of every Disney film. Yeah, it is, and yet it's still one of the greatest movies ever. I actually, um, after watching, I think it was uh, Apocalypse. I um, I had ITV two on, and I went on to my Skybox and immediately started playing the um, the scene. Just after, like, Farquaad just says, some of you may die. <laughs> that is a risk I am willing to take. It's literally just as um, the, it starts to start. It just and sounds like Boris Johnson with the lockdown. <laughs> exactly, that's what I said as well. But, hey. um, I remember seeing there was a um, news outlet in America yeah. that played that clip and then played the ex- that, this clip from Shrek straight after because yeah. people were comparing it to it on, a, on the internet. <laughs> And the fact that the, an official news outlet compared it just made me piss myself really? off in. Yeah. Um, yeah, some interesting recommends there. Yeah. Um, mm. Alex, have, I don't think I've, mentioned, I've asked you this yet. Have you wa- Did you watch Parasite? Oh, mm-hmm. I saw that. That was incredible. I have not yet seen Parasite. Neither right. have I. That is... Um... Okay, yeah, since you're in Leeds, I've got it with me in Leeds, so you can... Oh, do you actually? Yeah. Yes, he does. It's Samuel. every I'll, Blu-ray ever. I'll come round to yours. We'll have a we'll have a film night. Yes, bro. I've got a big f- off telly. Yes. Amazing. Um. So yeah, I think I think that's that's everything this week. Mm. Um. Next week, David, we have we we've we we had a discussion yesterday, and we've got something interesting planned. Yeah. We've got um, something interesting planned for the wet for the week after as well. Actually, I've I've realised we already made a plan for because because the week after is going to be episode twenty five. Yeah, and uh, I we had an idea a while ago and we've just completely forgot about it. We had the idea yeah, of uh, cinema stories. 
Oh yeah, that'd be good. Then again, I feel like that would be you talk stories. Yeah, so would mostly be you talking. I feel what? like the uh, the one we've got this one would be a bit would be a fun one as well. well. Um, like what I was thinking was getting people we've had on as guests and people we may yeah. want to have on as guests to uh, record their cinema stories and then oh, send I it to us and we'll problem. react to them. I'll talk to you about that afterwards then. Cool. Because if that happens, then we'll need you guys to send us some. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I will. I will. Di- I will talk. Yeah. We'll discuss that later. Yeah. Um, yeah. But next week we're doing. A, we're starting a series where we're going to be looking at decades of uh, genres. So we're going to yeah. look at the 2010s and uh, talk about our favorite action movies. Mm, okay. Yeah. So that that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun. So for uh, once, I get to watch some good films. Get hyped for next week. <laughs> Because um, last week I had to watch, uh, well, not last week, the week before I had to watch um, Artemis Fowl. Oh my god, it is bad. It's oh, so bad. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere near that. I, 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 heard, I saw the reviews and then I, yeah, l- yeah, listen to the podcast. It is genuinely a really funny episode. All right, okay. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna be it then. Um, yeah. Thank you very much to you guys for coming on, James. James Hello. O'Malley. Um, Tell us where the tell, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you can find me uh, returning to Tameside Radio's breakfast show on the twentieth of July at uh, eight a.m. I think it'll be hey, 8 nice. Yeah. Should should be eight a.m. Seven or eight a.m. Uh, we haven't decided hey. time yet. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Any any social medias or anything you want? To uh, you can follow me on Instagram at O'Malley himself, and if you've got absolutely nothing else better to do, uh, go over to YouTube and you can check out uh, James is not gaming, where I've been streaming like The Last of Us, uh, Iron Man VR at the moment. And, oh wait, uh, you're not gaming. I, I, it's that's okay. So the James is not gaming joke. Um, I I didn't go on my PC for ages. And uh, my friends were just like, hey, he's not gaming anymore. And then I finally came back one day and it's like, James, you're not gaming. And it was just, it was a weird <laughs> joke that kind of stuck. <laughs> Fair enough. See, it's yeah. better than the origin story of my name on um, Discord with Sewer Mage. Because um, literally my mate called me Sewer Mage at one point because it's a quote from a book. <laughs> and that, that's the origin story of it. And then the icon is from a streamer. Oh, God, okay. Damn. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> thank you very much to Mr. Alex Woods. Alex, shout everything out. Everything! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you knew that was coming, Xander. Yeah, I did. I did. I kind of set myself uh, up. Uh, I'm not personally very interesting, so I'm not going to plug my own social media, but I will plug uh, my band, Flat Moon. Uh, we've just released two new tracks. They're out on Spotify. You can find us on... Uh, Instagram at Flat Moon Band or on Twitter at The Moon Is Flat with three O's and two and three A's. Um, I will. I've got put all of these links in the description as well. Nice. Do you by any chance call your fans like the Flat Moon Society? Yeah, we do actually. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> we, we actually do. We are, we've we've also like that's going to be our like um, overarching brand because we're trying to branch out into doing like other things like maybe like producing for other bands and other small acts and nice. uh, moon cool. society oh yeah wait what do you think of the earth and is that flat no nah. that's round it's the moon that's flat mate hey, david gets it <laughs> um I, I do i do just want to say though um 
Flat Moon's two songs, uh, Hold It There and Vultures, are really, really good. So, oh, um, yeah, you you guys should uh, definitely check them out. Of course. Yeah, I just followed them on Instagram. And, of course, we've got uh, Mr. David French. Uh, yeah. Um, Thank you, you can, for coming on. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Insta and Twitter. Uh, I'm going to be... I've actually got a bit of news regarding my film. Oh, um, right. I'm going to be releasing it very soon. We're, very, we're getting the final edit completely ready now. Um, I've hey. been a little bit busy this week, but we've got a version of the final edit ready. We're going to be starting um, teasing it, like doing a bit of promo for it. Uh, yeah, it, it's that's what I meant before when I've got like a tiny bit of a story from um, Leon the Professional because when we were like pitching the idea to our tutors, uh, they like, literally just said, so it's just Leon, but with women instead and not like the... <laughs> The whole thing because it's it's basically a um, a f- contracted killer movie where um, the like older contracted killer is one day away from retirement and the, her replacement is coming in and the replacement is really cocky, young and just annoying kind of, but very like ca- just very charismatic about the idea of being contracted killer as well. Um, I think it's good, but that's because I made it. <laughs> um, I've heard from my actresses it's good but that's because they're in it um, <laughs> I've heard from a sound guy he liked it but that's because he recorded it so uh, yeah um, um, I'm excited to start re- actually finally release that soon to, um, for people amazing uh, thank you for, to to for my cinematographer it's great um, and we will be letting you guys know when that is available to, uh, to watch yes what's that called again sorry uh, so it's going to be called um... shit. <laughs> the, new, the, the new kid. I couldn't remember the because we had so many different names for it. Jesus, uh, where? It's going to be called the new kid. That's we, a brilliant plug. We, ju- we just had to record a promo yesterday for the podcast, and like, with the joke was that he's a terrible salesman all the way through it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sake. I mean to be honest well, though, you can't really true. sell this, can you? <laughs> <laughs> um great great. That will be it then for the podcast this week. Thank you to everyone uh listening. Thank you to James, Alex, and David once again for coming on and making this actually listenable. Um you can you, follow- you can listen to this on hopefully you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify or YouTube, all the links to all three of those will be in the description, along with our Facebook page, our Twitter page, and our Instagram page, where we will be uh, posting behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, telling you, giving you updates on future episodes, and stuff like that, and maybe running some polls on what you guys actually want to see in these. Um, so, nice. yeah, we're ramping everything up. Um, yeah, that'll do it then. Thank you very much to everyone yeah. listening, and we will see see you next week. Goodbye. Awesome. Take care, people. Bye.